0: bringing you the most up-to-date discussions from the reptile world. Visit thereptilereport.com every day to stay on top of the latest reptile news and information. We encourage you to visit the site and submit your exciting reptile news, photos, and links so we can feature outstanding breeders and hobbyists just like you. The Reptile Report offers powerful branding and marketing exposure for your business, and the best part is it's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you got to check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex weight, morph, or other keywords, and use our Buy It Now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the Marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad. that also gets fed to the Reptile Report and our powerful Marketplace Facebook page. Buying and selling? Use shipyourreptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animal successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship the reptile successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time, Arrival Insurance Program. We got you covered. Visit the ReptileReport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit ShipRepiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile related.
1: On radio. This is episode two hundred and forty one, Owen. Two hundred and forty one. Son of a uh, bitch. Of I mean that's <laughs> a lot of episodes. We're almost at two fifty. Wow Yeah. So that that will be another milestone. Um okay, so tonight in tonight's episode we're gonna be talking with our good friend Scott Borden. Um, Scott is probably best known for his jungle carpets, a Right, fighter at heart. Um, you know, I mean, he is uh, not a morph guy. Uh, definitely not a morph guy. Uh, I don't think he has any morphs at all. Right. It's which makes it really hard to tempt him
2: to give me things because I'm like, Scott, <laughs> I would like your savoos, and he goes, "We'll work something out." And I go, "I will give you this super calmly. He goes, "I'm not into coastals or morphs," and I'm like, "What?" I don't know how to speak to you, so it's like yeah. it, it. it Yeah, and unfortunately, I, I got him hooked onto a bunch of animals, and he went out and bought them all. Which now I've lost that edge too. So once Scott, Scott starts producing things, I will just have to give him money, and that <laughs> annoys me. So we don't like parting with money. We just like parting yeah. with
3: things. <laughs> yeah,
2: jerk. Um, so it's yeah he. But he's got some cool stuff,
1: too. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he has uh, some really nice jungles from some really nice lines and uh, specific, uh, you know, pairings and such. Uh, So we'll get Mm -hmm. into all that. But uh, like you said, that's not all that Scott has. Um, He also is, um, well, he's the head guy of the Liasis group. um, Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure during the show uh you will be uh, a full on tilt with uh, you know, the Maclots and the savus and the Macs well, and the, 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 the Savoos and the Olives
2: and I actually had a long and lengthy discussion today with K J about Liasis because you remember that Dunn's Python that I mentioned last show? He got it. He bought it. Yeah. And guess what? He did what? Remember how I didn't it's want to get female? it because it was a boy? It's a girl. It's...
3: So it's... Ah! <laughs> ah, son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 I'm,
2: like, I'm like, don't react, Owen. Don't flip out. Don't throw things off your desk. It's okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, happened.
0: Not... <laughs> so oh. it
2: was like, I'm happy that the animal is now in somebody who is going to take care of it properly and could successfully get a breeding project going with it down the line, especially because uh, when he produces babies, I will appear out of the woodworks. It'd be like, remember you wouldn't even have her if I didn't say shit. So you're going to give me babies and then I will pay full price for babies because that's what's going to end up happening. Right. For, you know, pythons with longer snouts. So, yeah. It's cool. Um, I, I've been promised pictures, so I will check on that later. But, yeah, I'm going to be in full eye tilt with Scott. I always am every time I see him. I bug him about his savu pythons all
1: the damn time. So Yeah, I think uh, I think at one point I had made a deal with him in some kind of junk stupor that <laughs> I would make a trade for some savus, <laughs> for some... Uh, <laughs> northern jungles, so let's say. See, um, there you
0: go, exactly. But, you
1: just gotta kinda,
2: you know you, you gotta you gotta play to what he likes. If I had some yeah. baby white lips, I bet you I could get some stuff, but you know, goddamn things are hard to breathe. So it's just kind of one of those things.
1: Well yeah, that's the other thing that um he uh, also works with white lip pythons and uh one of my favorites, uh Malukin scrubs, um which is uh which is pretty good, yeah. and I noticed that uh, you know, uh, late, he sort of has the colubrid bug. So uh, he's a man of uh, many different, uh, uh, and, you know, reptiles. And you know, I when 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 I
2: I'm out. Of, I don't have Malukans anymore. And then every once in a while, Scott will throw up pictures, and he'll make me want Malukans back so badly it's ridiculous. So. One day I will get I, back into that.
1: I found out of the scrubs that Malukans were the chillest. Uh, I don't they know about are. you, but for, for me, they, they were the, the, they were super chill. They're, no. they're,
2: they're, 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 they're the chillest, but the thing is, they're like the middle model because tandem bars are the smallest, but tannin bars are psychopaths. So I, I don't like tannin bars because they're tiny and evil, and then you have the barnecks, which are large and evil, and then you have Malukans that are mellow and medium sized, and you know can get huge. But still, I would much I, I want I want to get back into Malucans. All of the scrubs I don't want anymore, so it's just how that's going to go.
1: Yeah, I keep listening back to uh, old episodes of the show, and it's so funny how like we talked about you know, different things, and how excited we are about getting these different things into our collection, and how, um, uh, I don't know, what's the word? How, I, I guess, like, it's sort of like yesterday's news, which is kind of a shame, I guess, mm-hmm. in a way, but it's just like, you know, <laughs> we're always chasing that next thing, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I'm sure three years from now, we'll be looking back and listening and saying, oh, shit, you know, I was super excited about this then, and now it's like, eh, Yeah, you know. now I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's like,
2: like, it's like, no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the, uh, what is it, the, the species of the week between you and I has been uh, Blue barons Racers, because I'm like, look, they're like rhinos, but cheaper and venomous and bigger. I'm like, I ah, and they're blue. These things are awesome. You're like, why do
3: you want these things? I'm like, because I want them. Go to
2: hell. So it's like, that's the new thing for me this week. So we'll see if, if listening to this episode a couple years from now, where I'm like, oh yeah, those were psychotic. I'm so glad I never. I'm so glad I got them and, <laughs> and got rid of them quickly.
3: You got so, rid
2: of them right. Yeah. But, I mean, um, yeah. So like for. What was that? Oh no, I was gonna go ahead. No, I mean it's like it's like you know, it, it, these are the animals you try, and then you might not like them. It's like how like we were talking about. Uh, I, I bet you in a couple episodes back, we're talking about my trade with Lon, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give shot. I don't want Bloods anymore. I don't. I, no, <laughs> Bloods. I'm, I'm done. 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 Well, it's like it's if funny I think you bring that, that thing back to me, I'm gonna wash my hands of
1: that creature. So I'm sure that that will keep it uh, very uh, happily uh, without, you know, any problems. Oh, the twisted Um, arm, yeah. (laughs) The, uh, you know, like, okay, so I I really do like the Borneos. Uh, Blood seems Mm -hmm. to be a little finicky for me. Um, Mm -hmm. It seems that uh, for whatever reason, you know, I don't know. I got a couple of them and they seem to be in. But the uh, the sad news is is that, you know that Halloween uh, bright uh, morning that I had?
3: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, it, it regurged and then died. I, I'm not really sure oh. what happened, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was kind of dumbfounded by it. You know, it happened, oh. you know. Uh, it was kind of yeah. like one of those things where I, I can't really tell 100% if it regurged or if it's, you know, if, if it's shit, but... I don't know. I, well, I mean, I I just assumed it was regurg because when when a when I was short tail snake shit. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know. pretty much does. And, that it, took a and crap, because it's been sitting know. in the intestines
2: for a month and a half, it is very properly digested. So you know, yeah. it's that that sucks. It, I'm sorry to hear that, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of well. Fortunately, I have the 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 mom. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, Matt has the mom. Yeah, same thing. Matt has the, the female. <laughs> probably going to end up staying at his place, too. <laughs> matt has everything. He gets, he gets all these Borneos and Bloods, and he's like, uh, what the heck did I do? And, okay. And you know all right. I'll Absolutely keep Absolutely hilarious is matt yeah. got a
2: clutch of chondros. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. That's pretty that's, awesome. Oh, it's you amazing. Know. So he's got these ground-dwelling, huge-ass slug of animals and retics, and then these tiny little fragile tree-dwelling ones. And it's like, he's like, the eggs are so tiny, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, yeah, they're small as shit, aren't they? So it's it's going to be awesome to see, you know, when those things hatch, you know, how Matt can kind of relate what is Borneos and his retics to the to the Chondros, and, you know, I, I think we're going to have to drag him back on after the babies are established so he can tell us how, you know, badly he wanted to, like, rip was. all
0: yeah, his hair out
2: and like wanted to die. So yeah.
3: And
1: you know, yeah. I I was thought, it's it's funny, I was talking to um I was talking to Rob earlier and uh, I was telling him about how I know I'm biased when I say this but you know, for mm-hmm. me it just it's like it's like the gods keep the snake gods keep sending me signs that carpet platforms are the easiest Python to keep because I never had <laughs> any issues with carpet pythons. Not with shedding. Not with you know just dropping dead. Not with you know I better right. knock on wood. Um, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? It's like uh, oh god. Um, yeah, it, it, but just it, it's
2: easier. just crazy
1: how I, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm getting reptile lazy, man. But I don't. I'm just like <laughs> I, I, you know. You know I don't know. It's like. These species are difficult. So, out of the blood group, or the short tail group, Sumatran seems to be the one that I'm kind of locked in on. You know, um, okay, they're doing re- really well. I really like black snakes. You know, and to have a solid black python with, with you know those eyes and yeah, it's just it's just badass. So I got a nice group. I have a few Borneos and such, but. It's just kind of a bummer, and I know it happens, and, you know, you'll get back up yeah. on the horse and that kind of thing, but, you know, when, like, your pride snake just kind of, like, croaks for no reason, you start questioning everything you're doing, and, oh, you know, yeah. but then you then you look through the room, and you're like, yeah, what, everybody else is doing, doing well, you know? It just seems like, yeah. I, I don't know, they're very, a lot more uh, sensitive, let's say, than, um, you know, carpets uh, are at least yeah. for me, in my experience. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. It seems like um, I guess my room is geared towards Australia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anything out I of don't Australia does not do well here.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you're from Australia, you're going to do well in this room. But, uh, no, back to Matt's uh, clutch of chondros. uh, You know, he's, he he's got to get some credit, man, because... I'll tell you yeah. what. Um, not for nothing, but he's got his he's got his snake keeping skills pretty down solid, man. You know it's really yeah. tight. He, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it nailed in. He knows what's going on. He's bred multiple different species, and yeah, he just tries out of the blue with chondros, and he nails
2: it. Yeah, he was that. That's like you what know? three species this year. He got. He, like, he, got, the, he got the retics. Um, he's got the Condros, then he had the Bloods, right? I don't know if they have a clutch of Borneos along with. Does that count? I don't know. I'm still kind of stumbling through these, and he'll yell at me later <laughs> about this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, it's yeah. a clutch
2: the, of Borneos. It's going to be a really awkward drive to uh, where we're going this weekend if I don't get Bloods and Borneos right by then. So,
1: Good Lord, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. You can't love it everything, is. but you try it. No. you Move on. <laughs> it is, you know. And you go,
2: and that's the thing is, you tried it, which is why I'm like, I want to try Barons Racers and Timors. And what, I, what did I text you? And I'm like, man, these Baron Racers are going to be on my list. But first, blackface, white lips, more rough scales, Timors, inland. Damn it! And it's like this list is too freaking long. So, um, <laughs> I'll get them eventually. Probably not till like yeah. next year. So, but yes. Yeah. It's cool. But, um, you know, their news. Uh, let's hit the news because then we have to get Scott and we have to actually do the show. So, yeah,
1: he's he's, hang, he's hanging on the line there. But, uh, well, wait. maybe we'll get him on here. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get him to talk <laughs> about the, uh, the jungle the that news. And you were conversating yeah, about he before. Likes but, jungles. <laughs> yeah, he's a jungle guy. But, um, I wanted to uh so yesterday I come home well no, yeah, Monday I think. I come home from work and you know how like when you walk up to yesterday. the uh, to the door? Yeah it was, uh-huh. that's yeah. um, <laughs> right. <and it, laughs> my days are all messed up. Anyway, you know how like yeah. when you walk up to your front door and it's like propped open with a big package? You know? And, and then you kinda look it at it? snakes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, usually you're there to pick up snakes, but for a second, when I walk up, I'm like, oh, shit. Did somebody, send, somebody sent me a snake? Somebody sent me a snake? Oh, <laughs> shit. Did, did I forget about something? I'm all in a panic. Like, I'm running up to the thing because it's been there for, like, you know, three hours, and it's been freezing like, oh, cold, ground, and the yeah. the wind is, like, you know, crazy. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Who would have sent me something on a Monday, you know? So, anyway, I run up, and I'm like, oh, okay, no. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's something I ordered, and I'm trying to think. And, you know, I open up the box. And sure enough, it was the Reptile Report Award, um, which is uh, a trophy. Uh, it's actually very, very nice. Um, but nice. Uh, It's pretty cool. Um I guess we'll have to do like uh what do they call that? We'll have to set up visitation rights, Owen, so you get it for <laughs>
3: you get it on Christmas and the weekend <laughs> at, least,
2: at least at least for like uh like three or four years until we win another one, if we win two, then you can keep one and I can keep one, and we'll be good um well I. I would request that we build trophy cases that like play music and rotate and have like shining lights just for carpet. (laughs) I mean, yeah, there you go. That would be nice. Yeah. I'll I'll get on that. So, but uh, I'm glad, I'm glad we got it. It looks nice. And I'm, I'm, you know, uh, you and I were both kind of shocked that we won it. So, uh, it's cool.
1: It's a cool thing to have. So, yeah. So, Special thanks out to the Reptile Report team for, uh, for you know, all the awesome work that they did. And, uh, you know, um, with the 2015 Best of Awards. And, uh, you know, thanks for the people that voted for us. We appreciate it. So hopefully Definitely. you get something out of the show. Um, so let's, let, let's do this. We're going to click on – I guess I'm going to have to send him a picture of this unless he sent that. So let's click on – Scott. He should have He's seen, seen it by now. What's up, Scott?
3: Welcome
2: back. Hello, to... gentlemen. How you eh, doing? Eh, gentlemen, that's not not in this place.
1: You know, uh, I'm I, being on the <laughs> show. Yeah. So. What's up, um, How you doing? Uh, we're doing all right. So what we were going to talk about real quick, since you're the jungle connoisseur. Um, oh, no, I'm not the jungle connoisseur, but I keep a few. Good man, <laughs> yeah. humble, humble man. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this did did you see the uh, picture that uh, J. Rod Manley uh, from Smoke and Serpents uh, posted up today of this clutch of jungles that hatched out? Of course, I saw it. Come on, see, he told that's you. That's what I'm saying. You <laughs> would, wouldn't let me down. Yeah. He, All right. So, did you see the one with the crazy amount of black? Yeah. What is that from? Is that a, that's a jungle clutch? Wasn't anything else. No, I'm going to hit him up and ask, blocks. but I didn't ask. Damn, man. Yeah, I uh, – It's yeah, pretty nice. so, like, I've never seen uh, – you know, me and Owen were talking about it before, and he said it's too young to sort of – well, go ahead, Owen. You say what you thought. I don't want to put words okay. in your mouth.
2: Um. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk. <laughs> um, so, it's, he, uh, I said, it. it looks nice. It looks like a very nice baby. And if I had hatched it, it definitely would get a little tag on its thing on its bin that says, watch this one. But it it is so tiny and it's so fresh and baby carpets look so dull. I I said to Eric that I need to have three or four, like, sheds uh, under, under its belt before I make the decision of, like, you know, yeah, that's a ton of black or, yeah, that's nice and clean and crisp. It looks awesome. It looks interesting. But I've seen baby carpets that come out really interesting and as they shed maybe the color kind of shifts a little bit the pattern kind of changes a little bit especially when they hit that like three foot mark and their scales kind of spread out a little bit more it it would just be something i would keep an eye on but i just still think it's really cool looking and i think it's got a lot of potential but i would love to see it further along the road when it sheds out a few more times
1: you literally took the words right out of my mind
2: Thank you very much. Literally
1: literally what I thought. (laughs) But don't get me wrong, that thing is going to be, because he's got a lot of nice black and yellow, so I'm sure that thing's going to be an absolutely gorgeous animal. But Mm I want to see it in a shed or two. I think it's definitely going to have a lot of black and clean black. So it's going to be a nice animal, but like the picture, man, it looks like it's going to be just this crazy, I don't know, 70% seventy percent black animal that's gonna be mm-hmm. course, it's gonna be interesting. I agree with Owen you know, you never know. You know, I wanna see yeah. it in three shed and see how it develops and, and all that. Yeah.
2: I it, yeah. it's weird when people get really excited about fresh hatchlings and it's like unless it came out like red with polka dots on it, I I really can't gauge a hatchling. Like it's gotta be an extreme thing like a piebald before I'm like, that's a different thing. So.
1: that's yeah, no, I agree. You literally took the, the so, right out of my head today. So I think my my feeling is this, is that it's the, it has to do, not so much that I'm saying it's going to be my thoughts that it necessarily would be like a killer color as mm-hmm. far as the jungle part of it goes, like the yellow, but the pattern to me is where it's at. The pattern I mean, to me, from what I can see from looking at it, and again, you're right, it is young. It's, you know, it's got to have its first shed and all that. So it's hard to tell with the tipping uh, where it's going to come in. But even if that comes, you know, if you look on the back, there's like spaces. It's almost like it's dots down the back, which to me, it's just got potential for a selective breeding project to where, you know, you're gonna have a high percentage black instead of a high percentage yellow uh juggle. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't disagree you with
3: know. that. Yeah. It's got to me, uh, I think
1: the pattern is what makes it uh like you said, interesting for high black teachers. It's the pattern. It's you can see where the light color is and, and where the black is and it's it's definitely more black than normal. It's it's not banded. It's not like uh I don't know, like broken bands, like you see, but it's it's weird, man. It's definitely interesting looking. I want to see it in a couple sheds and see what what it looks like. You know, it, that picture yeah. has that fresh hatching look. You know, that right out of the egg. You really can't see what's going on too much. So, like two, three sheds down the road, when you you get a better idea. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah I, I mean that's that's kind of like. You know, the same thing happens with albinos, you know. When albinos hatch out, especially if you're mixing morphs into the game, I mean, you can't tell what – it's just a pink snake. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. what? Well, uh, what I are mean, morphs? I, that, thank you. <laughs> I, like, right, like, I'll forgo- I forgot.
2: I'll how fix it. <laughs> I've hatched – I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I've really dark coastals, and as they've grown, they kind of just become – they start getting that khaki color, the cream color, you know, the, the normal coastal colors come in. So what was a fresh new baby that was dark as hell after a couple sheds is now the colors come in. Like the, dar- the darkest babies I've ever hatched are my red tigers. They come out like almost black. And then after a few sheds, they start getting, like, after, like their first shed, you start seeing the stripes and the, the, the pink that eventually will turn into the red or the orange color so it's like the colors haven't aren't really here yet uh it, it this thing could look drastically different after its own first shed so yeah, yeah. i would love it's, to it's see it difficult
1: to, it's difficult to tell with the, you know you take eye i mean they all hatch out red mm-hmm. you know red. so it's, exactly. it's kind of like you're you're like huh you know is this one gonna be nice well, is this one gonna be nice and yeah
2: kinda, by, by all means we're not trying to talk down the animal and we're not trying to say that, that we shouldn't get excited about it. And, oh no, it's oh gonna no, be no, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's I love a it. Great animal. <laughs> like, and like I said, it has a shit ton of potential. It would get the gold star on the bin. to be like, "And this one doesn't get to leave until I've decided it can. So, it it's like and that is a good animal. So, um and we're all pretty excited to see what happens with him. So, yeah. Her it <laughs> to be to so, be so I, I, I
1: I want to clear something up. I heard you guys saying about the morphs. I do have morphs, sadly. Why? They're all leaving. Oh, you, uh, you oh, uh, do. I forgot. You Man. forgot I do have granites.
2: Those don't count. No one cares about No, ideas. they
1: don't count. And the, and I really, no. the news is, is they're all leaving.
3: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> Almost all.
1: To, to be fair, do we count heck Granite? Because I am keeping one female that I put up, You guys saw. Yes, I, I do count that, and I really don't care I... about making more granite. <laughs> so I don't, oh. I don't plan on looking for a heck Granite, you know, male or, with or a Granite boy. Yeah. No, no, I, hmm. I'm selling my adult Granite. My my adult male is actually already sold. My Granite, he's going somewhere. Uh, hopefully next week. And, uh, well, a, there you go. and then all of the baby granites are already spoken for. So I will have no visual morph carpets. We have a few ball pythons that might looks after and stuff. So there's morphs here, but carpet-wise, no, there will be no more visual morphs after maybe another month or so. See,
2: and my dream is to hatch something that Scott wants. And I'll be like, Scott, I will give you the greatest deal ever, but you have to take this caramel jag with it. And you have to take all of them and go over here and you have to keep (laughs) the caramel jag and, you know, for a year. (laughs) So, and just watch them like kind of suffer through having
1: a more project. You you might have better luck with a normal caramel, man, because I don't know. Sometimes I think about it and I'm like, I won't have a jag just out of principle because it seems like there's like two or three of us who have never owned a jag. Like if you have carpets, you have a jag or you own a jag, and and that's what I do. I, I don't even know who else they are. I think there's one or two if I really thought about it that don't have jags. But I've never owned a jag, and I won't have a principle, just because. And to be fair, I also I I don't like Nero and stuff. Right. I don't know. I just we have a couple here. A couple of my girls' ball pythons that have the spider gene in them, and. Right. And they're not bad, but like I don't know, like everybody has jags, so I'm like, you know what? I'm not worried about the jags. And don't get me wrong, man. There's times I am tempted because there's some nice angles. You guys put up. You know, Jason's got freaking gorgeous jag coasters. Yeah. Being friends with Mike Curtin sucks, and I'll tell you why. It's us a lot. Most Being friends bullies, with him, but that's sucks a big one. His freaking ocelots are just—they're just getting stupider and stupider. Where it's like, come on, man, this is—and and, and the, and the funny thing is, is, is will walk up. I'll see him at White Plains, and with no doubt, my fiance will love the ocelots, and you know, we'll be sitting there with Scattershot, who's like, you know, like one of my favorite snakes in the in the country. She wants the ocelots, and I'm like, well, shit, you know, we'll make her happy. I guess eventually it'll make me happy, right? So. Uh, oh, so
2: what I should do is at Carpet Fest just give your fiancé a Tiger Jack and be like, you can take that home with you.
1: You guys already tried that shit. I know. I last year. <laughs> you know I just, <laughs> Bill and funny uh, are the worst for that, for con girls. I know. Like, oh, I have no... Yeah, hey, you guys know. I have no room. Yeah. So, it well, happens. But... Look, well, I'm going an... to... I'm going to attempt, uh, hopefully I have hatched out at that point, Ocelot Jags head albino, so I'll really mud it up for you. Oh, <laughs> that is a jag Morse. No, that just, that just oh made so. an
3: <laughs> I
1: don't even know what you're uh, speaking about. Uh, Spanish? Is that Spanish or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know
2: what the hell is albino. So. Uh, well, to be fair, no, I'm not I mean,
1: against Morse. It's, it's, you guys know, we've had the conversation. I don't hate Morse, I'm not against Morse. I just made the decision where everyone's doing more. So I'm like, uh, you know, I'm a jungle guy, and classic jungle does it for me. I don't need anything else. So, but like I said, I get tempted every day. That's that's kind of the cool thing about carpets, though. I mean, you can sort of, uh, you know, I mean, it's like you can be into all these different things and still be into carpets. It's kind of like... You know, I don't. I I can't think of another group of pythons or snakes, for that matter, that really have that kind of, you know, that kind of draw. You know, because like, just for instance, if you're in the morphs and you're into ball pythons, you can't like nobody's going to give two shits if you just have normal ball pythons. <laughs> like I have normal hey, this, ball python breeding <laughs> projects. No one's going to care. <laughs> this is a locality ball python. You know, it's like, it's like yeah, and no oh, one cares. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like. Uh, I don't know, you got, and there's so many different, like, even if there was no Morse, you still have all these different colors, you know, you have pretty much everything covered, I mean,
3: Mm. if you're into
1: more earth earth tones, you have, uh, you know, uh, stuff like IJs and Coastals, if you're into the bright stuff, you got jungles, and if you're in, I mean, some of the jungles they're doing today, is just sick, man, the yellow is just crazy, you know, it's like, what the hell? (laughs) Um, it's good I, and it's bad. It's it's good because, like you said, it, it it there's anything you want to do, you you have here, man. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I feel bad for new people because it, it's confusing or it's a little more complicated. Right, yeah. that's true too. Especially yep. with the, Especially when the with the politics of it involved, as you guys know, sometimes. Yeah, you
2: know, it kind of gets all swept up into it. I we
1: all, know, we've, 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 we've all, all been on someone, that post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have. Someone said today, you know, I'm looking for a, a male or female carpet, and it's like, I you got to do a little bit of reading because it's not like I just want <laughs> <got> a male or <laughs> female. This, it's, it's a little more, a little yeah. more involved in it. So Scott, the yeah, I mean,
2: that was perfect. Some guy was like, I want a carpet python, male or female. It's going to be my first one, and his response was, "Get the complete carpet python." And I'm like, "Thank you." Oh yeah, you, you saw me. I don't even need to. I don't even need to weigh in on it. I'm yeah. good now. So it's like, yeah. And then he puts the kind of look, Go to the forum. Listen
1: to the radio <laughs> <laughs> show.
2: Yeah, there you go. Good goodbye. It's like yeah. I mean, I just, in I, a I, way, I dropped everything I need. Yeah. <laughs> in a in a way, in a way, I mean, come
1: on, man. It's easier. It's more easier than ever to research carpet Python. I mean, think about it and. 2007, there was no book, no No. podcast, (laughs) there was only a forum, and there was no carpet fest. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, there was no carpet fest, you know, there was all the shows, you know, and now it's like, it's all there for people just to dive into, and and they wonder why we get a little
2: upset when they don't. Exactly. Yeah. And I I, I feel old, because I'm like, and we had Striped Coastals. And we were glad to have those striped coastals in my day, all we had was striped coastal, so it's like and that's it's funny as hell so but. yeah,
1: it's like uh one of the things that uh you know I hope that we get into in the show, Scott, is like some of the uh one of the things that we're trying to do is put some of the the lineage or the names out there of of these animals, so there's sort of like uh a record of it, you know what I mean? It's kinda like uh so people understand some of the stories of like, you know, just like you said, Scattershot or Madame Blueberry or you know, post of child, uh, you know, there's there's all these different animals. Uh I think of like Mo with Riddler. Like there's people that don't even mm-hmm. know who who Riddler is. I mean, that snake is sick. Uh, I don't that's even know total, where that's it is sad, now. I right? you know, right? Yeah. It's so, yeah, we 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 actually had discussed this a couple of years ago, some of us, and it, and it was hard because some of the guys who paved the way for us, Jason, Mike, you know, the guys before them, Andrew Hare, the guys who aren't even in it anymore, those guys yeah. don't have the time to do all the work that would be needed to do to get all this lineage put together because they have families, you know, they have real lives and, you know, they breed, but it's like, you know, they they have full-time jobs, you know, family with kids, you know, they've had these animals. It's, I, I thought about it too, and I think the best you can do is whatever animals you have, do the best you can to get the lineage for that. So from here on out, you know, that knowledge yeah. is there. As you produce more clutches down the line, you know, then at least you have the parents or maybe you have the grandparents, you know, it's it's hard. But, mm. some, yeah. but some of us have animals that go back to some of that, you know. Animals that go back to uh, Andrew Hare and VPI stuff, LASIK stuff, some of the old stuff. Leary, yeah. Yeah, some of those lines, though, I mean, like, especially with jungles, like, when do you see anything that's like, uh, you know, Larry Black? Or uh, The only one that I know that works with Vanden better is uh, Eric Kohler. I think Nick has some of that stuff, but, you know, I mean, these lines that these bloodlines that sort of just got, you know yeah. lost. It's a, it's kind of a shame mm. in a way. But that's that's, that's the other thing. Make uh. make friends with a couple of guys who do know some shit. Nick knows, you know, obviously he knows he's he knows a lot and then uh there's a gentleman I think you're having on the show next week. That guy knows, man. He knows jungle lines real freaking well, David. Oh yeah. He mm-hmm. whenever he's yeah. on I I saw something about it but yeah. he he knows jungle lines like these guys have the knowledge base so at least you know you can put at least a good number of the puzzles together. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, that's I was a talking good to thing. him uh, uh briefly, you know, briefly when we you know, like, he was coming on the the sh- show and um you know, the knowledge of things that he was, you know, he's also keeps condros and he was talking like a condro guy, but about carpets. And, you know, I was just like, it was like Christmas day for me, you know what I mean? It's It's like, it's like, it's, you know what it's like? I equate it to this. It's like when, you know, you know, like when you saw star Wars and you found out that Darth Vader was the father of Luke Skywalker, (laughs) like that kind of thing, you know what I mean? You're kind of like, you're like, holy shit
3: <laughs>
1: you know it's it, it's it's like the door is opened and you you know this big secret now and I don't know yeah it's like think of Coastals. like who who's do, does anybody even know like we say this name Lemke Lempke line Coastals, mm-hmm. but does anybody even know who that dude is you know he's dead yeah not many but, probably yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> you know
2: you know, it, you're probably right with that. Is A lot of that stuff kind of gets left by the wayside, but, you know, because I, I yeah. don't know that many people that are still working with it except for, like, handfuls of people. So.
1: I think yeah. that's what happens. Some of the guys, when they get out of it, all of a sudden that info, with, with those founder animals, if you don't already have it somewhere, if somebody doesn't have that, like Nick or someone that keeps track, then it gets lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because those animals could be sold to someone who's not on Facebook, who's not on any social media, who really doesn't go on the forum. You know, that might get sold to someone like that. Next thing you know, well, where's, you know, Madam Blueberry? Where's, uh, well, I know Scattershot's not going anywhere because me and Mike have had that conversation, but, you know, where's this <laughs> animal? <laughs> yeah. Where, uh, I'm actually, yeah. No, I'm actually glad about that. It wasn't because I wanted to buy it, it's just because his wife doesn't even allow him to sell it, and, uh, I was like, that's good. I know that animal's staying with a friend of mine, so, you know, it's good to know that.
2: Right. <laughs> right. It, yeah, like, like, awesome. like, if Eric were to ever try to get rid of poison ivy, I'd be like, should I buy it just because I don't want it to go anywhere? Or, you yeah. know, and then it wouldn't be able to breed for me, so it would be a useless animal anyway. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> you yeah. still haven't <laughs> bred them, huh? Yeah. All right,
2: I'm going to end up breeding like bull and I before I ever breed IJs, okay? That's it's, it's the way it's going to go. I have, I, have three, I have two species of monitor lizard courting each other and breeding in my house. I can't get
1: freaking IJs to do it. But That's actually pretty funny. I know. <laughs> it's awesome, though. It's, it's awesome. awesome. And it's funny. You guys, it's funny, you guys said how I had this colubrid kick for, I had that for like two days, and really that was just because Ryan had to be an asshole and keep posting up all these beautiful animals but uh, right. mm-hmm. then that it that kinda of faded and the next thing you know I wanted to get some monitors again and freaking all mm-hmm. these beautiful black roughnecks coming from Indonesia and I'm like, Holy shit oh. I oh. you know, I, I have no room for, I have no room for a monitor right now. I we, mean we're literally in the process of looking at houses and stuff and it's like I can't buy a monitor right now, so that kinda of went away, at least for now and so I'm pretty good with snakes though, like Python wise, like pretty happy because I have stuff that I never thought I'd have or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I mean, there's more I want, of course. I'd re- I'd like to get more jungles, not that I have enough already, but more this maybe more Malukans if they come up for sale and they're not, you know, expensive. Horrible. <laughs> well, no, yeah. there are Oh, man, I've seen some beautiful ones up for sale not too long ago, and it's like, they're worth every penny, but I can't afford it right now, so, well, or the space.
2: They, somebody threw up a pair a little bit ago, and I'm like, those are gorgeous, $3,000, and goodbye. It's like, and it's not, nope, thank you, moving on. It's like, yeah. <laughs> somehow malukins went up in price a lot.
1: The, so, those things, though, sure I've, I've seen pictures of those animals that were, the, the pictures he put up, I don't even think were the best he had, man. Those animals no. were smoking. smoking. They were gorgeous, yeah. So, but no, but, and I'm they were not, also no. adults if I remember right, so it's like you kinda yeah. make your own price and if you get it, you get it, I guess. I don't know. I got pretty lucky on yeah. mine. I didn't pay I didn't sell a leg or anything. And that's actually your fault. Yeah. So if I return I the know. favor if I return <laughs> the favor, you know, you have to buy a Malukin eventually. That's that's your fault to begin so, with. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I know. I it's Hazel's fault, I <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> Yeah.
1: That was that ICAT. Yeah. yeah, that was that ICAT.
2: Yeah. Like, ICAST was so much fun, and I wouldn't be surprised if half the people that were at ICAST ended up walking away and buying Molucans, and which is probably why prices are so high, because there aren't any more left, because that animal, she left my table at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I think I got her back around, like, 9 o'clock at night, and I'm like, where the hell is the malukin is what ended up happening, and it's like, she just drifted around the room to different, various people's hands, I mean, I think Mark Spataro had her for 20 minutes. You had her for a bit. Um, yep. Casper had her for a while. Eventually, like, I, I saw her across the room, and I'm like, all right, she's good. And then she eventually worked her way back, but it was just funny as hell. So,
1: Yeah, and it's, yep. it's funny, man. It's, a- after that, I was hooked. And uh, people are like, man, where do you find your Malukins, or where do you find this or that? And I tell people, it's like, man, it's just, just put it out there. Just make it no secret that you freaking you need this animal, and it will fall in your freaking lap eventually. And that's I, I literally both mine pretty much fell in my lap. I mean, the male especially. I mean, I walked up to a table at White Plains, and uh, I'm not going to name who it was just because, but he's a he's a good dude, and uh, he goes, "Oh, you 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 want a Malukan, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, shit." And, Did you know, they, I knew, I knew at that point ask, it was sold. It.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, you know, mm-hmm. I got Midas, who is not for sale, although people keep freaking messaging me and commenting <laughs> and trying to get this freaking snake. He will never be for sale. So, <laughs> and then uh, and then my female, I'm lucky, my fiance got for me as a, as a present. I actually had seen the snake and shown it to her and told the kid. I was like, man, I wish, but I can't, you know, I don't want to, I have no room, I can't afford it. And next thing you know, she decided to go up there and get it for me with the cage and everything, and now I have a female. Damn. Wow. And they're both freaking fantastic, man. The the male Midas, <laughs> it's funny when you talk about scrubs, man. Malukins are not bad at all. Mine are both fantastic. It's just you, you got to be careful with Midas because it's like, it's weird. They take longer to go off of that food mode when you go into their mm-hmm. cage. Like mm-hmm. carpets, you touch you touch them with a hook or something, and it's like, ah, oh, shit, I'm not getting fed. All right, and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Midas, Midas, okay. it takes me probably three minutes before I'm like, okay, I feel okay now. Grabbing you know a piece of you now because you've turned off. Yeah. but it's right. Right. like, Female's are you not sure bad. you're not like. feeding
3: me?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. Like, like, oh, he's like a trick Yeah, yeah. I just I just made them go fifty-seven days without food for a little for a little uh, just to fasten a little bit, just to stretch it out a little bit, and uh, (laughs) he hates me. He's so mad. Oh, yeah. I (laughs) fed him yesterday. (laughs) It's so funny because they're, like, the same way with carpets, their food response and all that. Like, they just want to be fed every day, and scrubs especially, like my scrubs and white lips, I don't really feed much Mm -hmm. at all. And uh, (laughs) he, like, for a couple weeks or probably a month, he was, like, every day, give me food, but then, like, the last week, he just ignored me, like, as just an fu or something. Like, he was just so fed up <laughs> that I did not feed you're, him.
2: I know you're not feeding me. You're not even going to get me to look at you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what it turned into. But, you know, the, the rats came out last night, and it was like, oh, my God. And it was pretty funny. But <laughs> they're just such <laughs> awesome that's man. Awesome. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah, they, they – they, so they're definitely cool snakes. You know the one thing that um with them in particular is that I never noticed until I had them is like the lavender hues that show up in the mm-hmm. tail area, you know? It's like, oh man, these that's such cool pythons. I'm surprised it surprises me that people haven't tried to, you know, I guess produce, I don't know, it just seems like such a cool snake that uh, that people just kind of missed the boat on, I guess. I don't know. We yeah. think that people try to figure so. them out. I don't you think know? that's what it is. I think I What think do you think it is? I think they want to. I think there's people that... Should, I mean, there's people that have, you know. there's And mm-hmm. unfortunately, the people that apparently have figured out at least somewhat of the secret are not in this country. Right. Uh, you know, right. Phillips and Canada. So right. I think there has, but I think some of the guys who figured it out or maybe were closer, you know... Who for whatever reason well, moved away from the project cuz I don't know. I mean I think that's the I think, same thing with scrubs. If you if you listen to anybody that has kept scrubs for a long time, you know, it's that's what it is. It's a, it's a very you have to be very patient with that project. And I think that yes. unfortunately in today's world we're so uh, you know, instantaneous gratification mode um that uh you know, a project like that is really something that you have to be passionate about. And if, if, if you're mm-hmm. not in that for the long term, then you might as well not even waste your time. Which you know it's funny? It's, it's I mean, like that for anything. Right. Like like you said, everybody wants instant gratification. So I think that's probably why some of this stuff you see gets crazy. You have like crested echoes, stuff like that that can breed pretty quickly, pretty easily even ball pythons that people are breeding in a couple of years. But like the other stuff, it's like these people get these dreams and hopes and like I'm going to, you know, breed this. And it's like, well, it's obviously not that easy because it hasn't been done before or it has been done so Mm -hmm. rarely. So I don't get why people aren't more patient. I get it, but I mean, you just got to be patient. And it's weird because I think of this all the time now. It's like, you know, had I fought the right way, if I was to be doing this 16 years now or whatever it is, like, man, if I started something 10 years ago, knowing I'd still be doing this, I'd be way ahead of the game or something, you know? I have old enough animals or this or that. I think that's part of it. And then the other part is sometimes, you know, I don't know, maybe you have no luck with it for a long enough time and something pops up, some other project or some animal, you're like, man, I got to have that. And you're like, well, these guys aren't, really producing for me, and maybe that maybe that's the only reason people sell them. I don't know. Yeah, right. I mean, like, you take a guy like Rob Stone, right? Okay, um, I guarantee you that if it's not this year or next year, but within the next three years, he's going to produce Hal Scrub Pythons. And why do I say that? Because he's had this female for a long time. He's focused on this project. He has a pair of them. But... He, he's, you know, he's made tweaks along the way of, you know, yeah, mm. this didn't work, that didn't work. Uh, maybe try this, maybe try that. But the point, I guess, my point is, is that if you look at like scrubs or white lips or any of these uh, more, uh, what would you say, high strong type of species, I think as soon right. as you take them into an environment, they take, a, a, you know, four years to acclimate or something like that. Um, and then, you know, by the time that comes around, you sell them and then, you know, it takes another four years and then the person, it just, it resets the project. And then you have these adult animals that are like 12 years old that have never reproduced because they just keep getting moved around from hand to hand to hand. And I I don't think they're particularly difficult to produce. I, I don't think there's a special, you know, like a secret to it. You know, it just it just has to do with the fact of being patient. I really believe that. I, I honestly believe it has. There's nothing special about them, um, you know. Because think about it. At one point, retics were hard to breed. At one point, all yeah. pythons were hard to breed. You know, people were like, "I can't breed them," you know. And now look at it. They breed like three months out of the egg. Um, I, I think, think there's one you know, thing. I think there is something to maturity with some of this stuff. I would agree, and then well, yeah, so and the pro and the and the other problem is is that a lot of the mature stuff is wild caught, so right. yeah. you're already starting behind the eight ball with that because wild caught is a pain. So then you know, like you said, you get the guys who finally figure it out, man. they get the wild caught animals to breed, produce a clutch. Those animals get sold, and then you got someone who gets them and. You know, like you said, man, they don't breed six months later or a year and a half later like ball pythons supposedly do or I know some people do. And it's like, oh, shit, man, you know, these things aren't breeding in even two and a half years, three and a half years. It's like, oh, maybe they need to be five, six, seven years old to breed, you know, but no one wants to wait that long. Right. And like you said, they get sold and sold and sold. And that's
2: that's the kicker because it's like what you were talking about earlier, like if you started something – And or if you had the hindsight to get started in something and now you're doing it 16 years down the road, if you're the kind of guy like what I used to be, where I kept getting these animals, trying, getting frustrated, selling those animals, getting more adult animals, trying, frustrated, selling them, I I mean, I realized that I eventually had been keeping white lips for like four or five years. And I never kept it the right way. I kept buying adult animals or wild-caught juveniles and raising them up and then selling them when they got the breeding issues, because nothing bred, and it's like I realized all of a freaking sudden if I just shut the hell up, saved all the money that I was spending on wild caught animals, stopped chasing the quick way, spent the money on captive born and bred babies and raised them up. If I had just done that way back then, I would have had adult breeding captive born and bred animals. So,
1: man, you would have cornered the I, market.
2: I know, <laughs> stupid Owen. So. Honest to God, that's why it, it, yeah, that's why I got rid of all my white lips like a year ago, because all I have now are captive born and bred babies, and the two adults that I'm raising up to be what I want. I mean, that's the whole point. Is that in seven years I'll have nothing but seven year old trio of captive born and bred white lips, hopefully ready to roll. So yeah, don't I sell mean, those. <laughs> those. I, I'm not selling them they're mine <laughs> or just give no. them to me. I mean,
1: if you want to give them to me, I mean, that's cool.
2: Well, it, it, I love it because I, I talk all this thing about establishment and getting everything ready. I, I got, I was gifted a pair of adult golds in like December and I'm pretty sure the females grab it. So I'm like, you're going to make me a freaking liar to everybody I've ever told everything to, you, you know, I'm, like I'm, I know, I'm going to get, thank God, because if I, I wouldn't know how to explain eggs. So, it's like,
1: if she, if she
2: produces them, I'd be like, shit, now I have to tell everybody I was wrong. Yeah, but you got to so, remember,
1: there's exceptions to every rule, you know, you get the uh, right pair, yeah, and yeah. it just happens to walk into your room, I I hate that, man, I hate people like that, I don't really hate them, but it's like, man, you got this Lucky project, and you're, you know what I mean? It's like, man, they threw yeah. two freaking animals together, and next thing you know, there's a clutch. Yeah, not fair. which is great. I I mean, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you're, you're, you're right on the individuality. I mean, we're talking about generalities when it comes to, uh, you know, at least I am, but, uh, I think that every once in a while you're going to have a snake that for whatever reason acclimates to your environment and feels comfortable, um, in your, you know, in your snake room. And, uh, you know, I mean, maybe it came from a spot where it was on display out in the front where, you know, everybody's walking by and <laughs> stressing the shit out of the snake. And now it's in a snake room where, you know, maybe somebody's only in there once a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can certainly see that with certain things, especially white lips that people keep them in certain ways. And it's like, well, yeah, that might not be conducive to breeding. What no. touchy. Not to mention, I think part of the problem was when you have a large percentage of animals that literally hate you, that just really <laughs> hate you. <laughs> it's, it's also yeah, hard nothing to like, more fight but your that death. for yeah. seven years. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, who wants to keep a snake that wants to kill you for seven years? Not all of them are like that. I finally found that out. That's, there is some truth to that rumor. But uh, And actually, by all rumors, that's actually a top of one uh, animal, uh, Bane, my male gold. He's supposed to be captive born. I got him from a local friend of mine who, uh, he likes white lips and he dabbles in carpets. I think he's got, he had a snake for you at one point, Alan, but, uh, oh, that's he had this tame man and you? I didn't actually, I didn't actually believe him until I went over to his house and I, and I held the thing and I'm like, oh shit, you really do have a handable white lip. I never really met one of these, hmm. but
3: my female's yeah, not they're,
2: that great at all. They're few and far between. And that's actually, I wouldn't say that. It's a, I say white lips are a crapshoot. It's either I'm going to have you and you're going to be pretty much act like a flighty carpet python where maybe you'll nip, but most of the time you'll just kind of cruise really quickly. Or they're psychopaths from the deepest pits of hell. So oh, I have one of those. It, it, exactly. So it's a toss-up. I mean, and and, that, and that's true with golds, that's true with blacks, that, that's just true with white lips in general. I've had nasty, like, eight-foot golds that are trying to murder me, and I've had black faces that are totally chill. Uh, my captive born and breds, my two girls act perfect, my male lips out, bites and pisses on everything, and I hate him. so it's like... Yes.
1: Jesus, I
3: hate
2: you, so it's there, and like, there's a lot
1: that goes into it, man i think I think is. there's more than we know. I think there's there is those individuals when when they're bad, man, they're like insane, bad, and then there's ones where it's like if you can get its trust and work it the right way, you have a shot. uh, my female's not like that; she decided any hook that came near her she was gonna kill, so it's like oh. any work with her. It, I couldn't work with her because of that. So now I pretty much treat her like she's venomous just because to keep the stress down on her. Cause I do want to breed eventually. Um, right. So I have so, a, her hide is something that I can close her in and take her out
0: and to uh, clean the cage
1: and such. And then she, luckily she likes to spend time on the other side of the cage when she's not digesting or something or whatever. And, uh, mm. you know, I'll take the hide out and clean the hide. If she does, if she lets me, me. <laughs> if Foul. she lets
2: me, so if since we're talking about white lips, why don't you go into a little bit of white lip stuff? Like, what, what are you working with exactly? Um, uh, how are you keeping them? Like, what's your approach?
1: Uh, I only have 1.1 Northerns. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as much of a fan as the Blacks. They're cool and nice, but I like the Gold better uh, personally, and I don't have the room to really build on my project. So I decided just to keep the one female. And then once I got the male, now I was going to play them last year, and I was, she she is just insane. And I've, I've talked to you and every other white lip guy, Chris. I've talked to Chris also. And, uh, you know, it seems you guys all know that the pairing has to be compatible. So, yeah. like, I got really nervous when I brought my male home not this. It was before winter, but not this winter. I think I've had him a, a year and a half now, maybe two years. And uh, I looked at him. I looked at her. I looked at him. I looked at her, and I'm like, "Oh man, I'm really nervous because she outsizes him quite a bit, and she's an insane bitch." And I'm like, "If she goes off, <laughs> she's like, if, if she goes after him, you know, he didn't have the size to to really handle that." So, right. I was like, "You know what? I'm in no rush. I'll give it another year." And then I think I don't know this year I, I did the same. I said that I'm just going to get. I wanted to get more size on them, and uh, mm-hmm. but keeping them when they're small enough, I like growing them up in tubs. I've had great success keeping them in tubs. Uh, it just works in my room. The tubs, newspaper, and a water bowl and a hide. The humidity yep. stays perfect. I don't even yep. put bedding in my uh, my tubs because sometimes that causes the humidity to get too high if it gets wet. I don't like mm-hmm. I don't like the white lips to be wet. You know, that's, that's the big thing people don't understand about humidity is it doesn't mean the cage is soaking wet to keep the humidity at 80%. Right. And, you know, that's why I argue about that in so many groups with carpets is because humidity does not matter for carpets, really. I mean, not really. You know, hydration mm-hmm. does. But, uh, I mean, uh, the tubs with newspaper literally a hide a water dish and that's it the humidity stays great um and then i had my female in a a custom built melamine 4 foot by 2 foot deep by uh, 18 foot tall cage radiant heat panel i wouldn't i don't know I, myself i did it years ago when i had my first insane white lip uh i i think i probably had a heat lamp on her but these days i don't think i would do that i feel that would just dehydrate them more than Anything else mm-hmm. um, so i'm big am a big radiant heat handle person when it comes to especially white lips my scrubs also uh, I keep my scrubs the exact same way uh, okay. maybe just a little a little bit different'cause i you guys all see me pictures of Midas he's got core bark and stuff but mm-hmm. um you know I give her she's got like i said i I bought these uh these perfect plastic totes from Walmart. Um, that are, like, locking, closable, and I have my friend just circle cut in the top of it. And then if I want to take her out and she's in the tub, I just cover the the entrance hole, take the tub out, clean the cage or something. Uh, You know, cleanliness is also a big thing with white lips. I try my best to keep them pretty clean uh, and not wet. Although now in my adult cage, in that tote, I do give her moss and keep that Mm. moist the best I can. She has a humid hide, and she goes back and forth uh, between the two. Like, she likes being on the cooler, dry side or the warmer, moist hide. She'll go in there nighttime, and they're crazy active at night, like, more so than probably, I don't know what else. I don't know if anything else I have is that active at night. Like, once the lights go out, they're very often all over the the cage, freaking messing everything up, bending the wire for the – the temperature probe and, mm-hmm. you know, make it a mess. But, um, you know, I I also – the other thing I do is I do use uh, cypress mulch in the cages. So during the okay. shed cycles, I do mist. I don't mist most of the time, to be honest, Um yeah. unless it's really dry. But, like, during the warm part of the season, my room's not bad. So, like, when they go in a shed cycle, I usually mist at night or something, like once a day. And, uh, again, with the radiant heat panels, it's not – the cages aren't overly ventilated. They're they're good ventilated but not overly ventilated so to hold humidity real well. And uh, that's really all I do. You don't have to overcomplicate it, honestly. They're not that bad. <laughs> it's not, not that hard. Are. Babies can be. I mean, I you really do need to pay more attention with the babies because they can dehydrate quicker. Yep. But if you get one that's, you know, sub-adult to adult, they're a little bit sturdier. As long as you don't let them get real dirty, I really don't like letting them get wet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, humidity is not the wetness; it's you know, it's the absorbed moisture in the air. You know, it's that Florida air, that you know, St. Thomas, Virgin Islands type air. You walk out, and you're like, holy shit, this stuff is you know, slaps you in the face like, as you come out of the air conditioned room or something. You know, it's it's right. That's what you're looking for, but right, they're not so that hard what? Just got what, to, What's just got your purpose to
2: breeding?
1: Man, I don't freaking know. Praying to God she'll huh. fill my mail.
2: Just kind of literally. Talk, I mean, I, I, think,
1: I think age is, is such a big thing, and I know she's. Yeah. I've had her for a while now. She's up there. I'm pretty sure he mm-hmm. has the age, plus or minus a year. Um mm-hmm. I'm just nervous as hell to put him together, honestly, because she is she's so touchy. You know she she would flip out. And I don't know. um, If they get along, then we'll see. I'm not going to do anything different than I do for anything else right now because I I don't want to really mess with it. My room cools itself in the winter anyway. Like I said, we're looking for a house, but, I mean, my snake room, I'll pretty much do the same thing. I'll do the the temperatures the same way that my room is. I'm lucky that during the winter it cools down naturally by itself. Um, Mm Mm-hmm not freezing cold or anything, but I mean, I'll, I'll probably do it. Like I do my carpets, you know, just maybe a little bit warmer. I wouldn't like, if my carpets, if the light goes out during the winter and they're in the sixties, like I don't I really don't care. I really don't worry right away or anything. Right. You know, something like that. The white lips, the scrubs, I'm a little more cautious of that. I keep them a little bit warmer. I don't let them drop as cold, but I, I don't think at first I would do anything. I would just watch their behavior um, maybe feed them a little more going into breeding season or something, and mm-hmm. then pray to God that she doesn't kill my male. That's tame. <laughs> yeah, that would that would kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean um, you know where you know how it is though you've done it. That I, first I, I pulled, is really I hold non-compatible ones apart. Yeah, I, mean, I mean honestly, if that happens, that's the end of that's the end game for me. I really don't give a shit at that point. I'll probably. You know, I'll probably keep them both. Maybe I'll definitely keep him because mm-hmm. he's tame. I'll see what I want to do with her, or maybe I'll sell her to someone who, you know, is gonna continue to try to breed him. But honestly, if I put them together and um, it goes that bad, where I'm like, oh shit, this pairing's not gonna work, you know, I'll go from there. So that's it's this whole thing, this whole fun of keeping them and stuff could end real quick when I put them together. I hope not. Yeah. But, it's all no. on her. <laughs> yeah. <So.
2: laughs>
1: um what what what's the
2: youngest white lip you've ever had?
1: Um I mean both females. I had the female that shit I got from you who was young. how oh, she go? Oh I sold her to the yeah. guy I ended up getting the mail from. Yeah, she was young and then the female I have now, I mean, they were I mean, it had to be yearling, two years top, mm. but I would think a year, year and a half. They're very young, my female. My male had a couple, a good three or four years on him by the time I got him, I'd say. But, cool. And like I said, I'm not him because I I saw, I, I bothered this guy for quite a while when I knew he had it. enough. But, I, you know, you know how it is. This this person has an animal that you want. And you're like, if you sell it, let me know. And I, he walked up to me to the Kipsy show. I, he was out of White Plains, and he was like, uh he's like, he's still interested in the white lip. I said, well, how much is this going to cost me? Cause yeah, it's coming home, <laughs> you know? Yeah, there you go.
3: <laughs>
1: and so, you know, he, and Dane is, is awesome. he's hundred percent tame, you know, eats every time white lips are uh, my white lips. At least are fantastic eaters. They never stop eating. No, but, they never stop. And I, I don't feed them a lot either. Uh, yeah, I, I do the same with my scrubs. I, I feed them sparingly, uh, I don't want a monster eating a white lip. And then no and then, one does. What's his <laughs> what's his name? Steve Stephen Tillis? Didn't he breed his white yeah. lips like last year I, and his
2: female was well, yeah, not you. No, they weren't. Actually, my my largest captive female is one of Steve Tillis's girl, gold. Okay. There you go. So I have one of those. But um right. it, it it's funny the it, one one last thing is like and that's what the big contradiction I have with scrubs and white lips is, is that you have people in the camp over here that like they have to be fourteen feet, and then you have people yeah. over here that's like four feet, and they'll breed. And both the problem is that both people have been successful, and it's like God damn it, so I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm think not it's a big one of that. exactly.
1: It's maturity.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, it is. Yeah. So, Scott, one more thing. What was your reaction to your first ever white lip hairball?
1: <laughs> no, I don't even know, man. I don't even remember because I had a white lip <laughs> nine or ten, eleven years ago, something like that. It's it's so weird. It's something I think most people don't even realize that they do it, or at least people that are interested in the species. And once you own it and you see it the first time, you're like, "Duh!" Because that. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I've read about it and stuff, and I've seen it. And I've I've have you ever seen him do it? I've never seen him do it. Yes. Well, actually, have I've, you, I've never it
2: caught it. Times. I've caught it a bunch of times, but the one time I was away, and Andrew, uh, like you, both of you guys have met Andrew. He's the monitor breeder friend of mine. He was over watching my animals, and he calls me frantic, and he goes, dude, your whitelist, <laughs> something is freaking wrong with it. It's freaking out, and it just regurgitated this thing. I'm like, oh, it's a hairball. They do that. And it's a long yeah, it's pause. it's so like, weird. What freaking animals do you have? I'm like, it's all right. So it, it, it's so
1: weird when they do that Cause it they looks like they supposedly like do. This, they supposedly do something else where they. It might be similar to the hairball, or it might be involved with that. But I, oh, what the hell is his name? He was like one of the guys. He, I haven't seen him on Facebook in a while. I can't recall his name right now. Mm. But he was like he had the White Lift website. Um, okay. For a while, like had a, the early information on that. But anyway, he he, messaged a whole bunch of people once and was asking. They supposedly do this behavior where they like suck in air and then like release it from both their mouth and freaking ass or something. It was so weird. <laughs> but I, I have a feeling that was I, I have a feeling that went hand in hand with the hairball thing. And I I think I've heard it quite a few times, but I've I've never seen it myself. I always see the hairball after, but I've never seen them in the behavior. It, it's it's not a gentle thing because like I mean I've, no I've, that's not
2: no if you've ever seen a snake regurge? It, 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 it's not a gentle. It's not like that. It, it is there. They're rising around. Their mouths are open. They're freaking out. And then this yeah. thing just pops out of them. And once once they get it out, the white lip is like, oh good, that's over with. Go back to sleep. It's like you know, yeah. it, it, it is the weirdest thing to see. And that it happens why on a they, regular basis. is Weird. Why did
1: they do it? Why did they do it? No freaking know. idea. No I didn't idea. Tell you. That's actually a really good question. I never thought about that, but it's like, I don't know. They just do it. Yeah. What are they I mean, eating in the wild? Are they eating rodents in the wild? I mean, why? Uh, just, yeah, no, they do. The young that, ones will eat. So, yeah. yeah. The young ones will eat other stuff, whatever they get. Lizards, you know, typically on pythons. But yeah, I mean, the older ones, yeah, they'll eat the, the local rodent stuff. It's, you know, it's, I Animals know. and birds. Yeah. So. Do they yeah. do any kind it's of, like, uh. Are they, did they do anything, like, as far as combat or anything like that, between, like, uh, males? Yes. It's very
2: violent. They hate violent. each other. They all combat. <laughs> it's everything. Combat happens. Regardless of sex. Combat. <laughs> yeah, you don't need do to be two males.
1: What the hell matches at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I know that. I know that, like, with olive pythons, uh, you know, to really get them to go uh, and be successful with them, having an extra male is, uh, you know, I'm just curious if maybe you guys thought about uh, that with when it comes to breeding white lips. No, I'm I, terrified to I put have, my male and female together. I'd really be terrified <laughs> to put females together. Yeah, I
2: well, uh, all right. I did try this because I did have that group of blackface for a while. And I had two boys, two girls. And I did have the one female in with the one male, and I did put the other male in there for, like, five freaking seconds before I'm like, everybody's just going to start killing everybody, and I need to stop. So I did kind of try, but I also chickened out. But I did do the whole, like, that male shed and that male shed, so I'm going to swap their sheds into different cases. Yeah, I was just
1: going to say, that's
2: the way to play that game, the sheds. Yeah. So I did that, um, but I was, you know, I've never actually tried. And with those pairings, what I can tell you is I had two pairs of blacks and uh, a pair of golds, and a trio of golds. And and out of the pairs of blacks, I had one pair that were on the opposite ends of the cage, and those were the ones that ended up fighting each other. And then I had another pair that would never leave each other's side. Like, they were always curled up with each other. There was so it, just looking at that, it's like with combat. Yeah, you should have kept that pair. Anything? I told you I was stupid. So yeah, you should have kept like, that pair. I'm working on it. We'll we'll get more blacks are on the list. I will have black phase
1: before I turn thirty. So you should get those no, new cool tame, you know black black That's white lips.
0: That's rock.
1: I know. Well, you know that. I know that. But these guys are all, all about it. They might be tame. Now, let me say this. They might be tame. But all these people that are acting like they never came in the country before, let me tell you, they've been here. It's just that someone someone paid attention to, hey, they came from here. And now, hey, the first time, no, they've been here. They've come here. It's just that Dan, Dan who is for an importer, I think Dan does a great job and has incredible animals. Um, he actually paid attention and, you know, and put in the homework. No one did that before. They're, they've come through before. That's those tame black white lips. But I guarantee you, the exact same locality. They're right. here, but you know all the or not calm that white lips tame, we've ever know.
2: had. All the calm white lips we ever had came from that area. Now we realize yeah, that they all that came from thing. that area.
1: Yeah, yeah so that too. now
2: yeah,
1: we'll see how tame yeah. they stay.
2: Uh, well, here's the thing. I would rather <laughs> trade. My my problem is that. Because I'm on the captive kick, I would trade a psychopathic, captive-born and bred blackface for any tame wild caught. So I will be spending the money And getting a pair of captive-born and bred blackface white lips, which means I'll probably be about six, seven years away from trying to produce my own. And I will gladly take the time and wait and build them up.
1: So absolutely, I, there you go. I think once they're, I think once they're more established in captivity, they'll chill out a bit. You know, oh, I, think so. I think it's just like with anything else. It's just like the, the the more that they're bred, you know, the, the I, shit. I remember when I was a kid and my dad had retex, those things would rip your face off. You know what I because mean? Because they were in the and, bush yesterday. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's also that's what People I mean. have to understand what they are. They are territorial, and they're also, I don't know if it's because they're that thin skinned, but it seems like they don't like being touched. No. Like, more so than anything else. And, like, sense. if it's if it's a mean one and it doesn't like being touched, then you touch it with a hook, it flip, it's not going it to be happy. It will let you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it and similar? I, can't, I won't spray they... any of my white lips, like, directly mm. on their skin because that just – Even my male. I think my male yeah, probably can do like, it. But, man, my female, um, if, if I spray, forget about it.
2: it really? them, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They'll whip around. Look right at you. Huh. So, Yep. Yeah. interesting. Sometimes, <laughs> well, it's it's funny. I was trying to get pictures for Eric of the gold female because I'm like, I think she might be grabbing. and he's like, get me pictures. I'm like, I, I can't. She'll bite me in the face. He goes, Why do you like white lips? Like, his is question <laughs> I right know, I asked my, like, I asked What is my, wrong so with you?
1: Same all the time, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't did I do so, that? the one I had ten years ago was insane, and it only ate birds. Like, I don't know Mm. why I got back into them, but they're awesome. (laughs) They're so pretty. They're they're beautiful snakes. But, you know, like I was saying, I don't know if I was saying this on the air or before in, like, the pre-show thing, but, you know, it's kind of like you have these – you work with these different species. You try them out. You're like, "Uh, yeah, that's not for me. And then you move on. And, like, you know, I I keep going back to – you know, I, I'm i okay if a carpet bites me. Like, an adult carpet, if that bites me, no big deal. Ooh. You know, that'll hurt, you Ooh. know, whatever. <laughs> but if you're getting bit by, like, you know, a 12-foot scrub <laughs> in the head,
3: oh. that's
1: oh, <laughs>
3: kind of,
1: you oh. know, or, like, even an 8-foot white lip, uh, is, you know, I don't know, man. I, that I, would
2: hurt. I don't know. Uh, and what? And White lips chew. White lips chew, Dude,
1: They know don't what, just, it like... Be, it, it might be my room. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> maybe when I move, I'll have, like, a different opinion because there'll be, like, room to move and stuff, you know, because my it's room's kind of tight, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's 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 like there's there's room in the center of the room, but it's not, like, I don't know. I always felt like... I could not get out of strike range of anything, (laughs) you know, and it's, I don't know. Right. So to work with with an animal like that is kind of. I think (laughs) about that with Midas too, because when Midas is full grown, I think about, I'm like, Uh, man, when he has that first, I'm hungry, I want a rat strike before he realizes there's not food. It's going to be a pain when he's full grown, man, because it's going to be like, mm -hmm. he's coming out a lot of heat, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you need the room to be away from that. Yeah, like a six-foot strike range. I think what kind of did it for me with uh, with scrubs, uh, as far as like at the point if if uh, like meaning I necessarily am not at the spot to work with them, uh, just because when I was in the room and I was I was working with a pair of Southerns, and the thing just like you had to have two hooks. Uh, it gets on the one hook. It's striking at my hand. It's on the other hook. The other hook drops. I can't get another one because it's across the room. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, it's just like I don't know. It just this is crazy. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, man? Like, you know, I pick up the inland carpet, and it's cool, and I look at it, and I everything's all and put it back, and, you know, juggles, like, little strike, like, it's going to pretend to bite you, and it's like, That's okay, adorable. and, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's cute, you know? And then, like, you know, you pick up the scrub, and it's like, you know, uh, it's like a heat-sinking missile just shooting Going straight through, through your eyes. head. Yeah, they, they yeah there's, there's a big difference between aggressive <laughs> carpets, and maybe not all of them, but, I mean, carpets that are trying to butt you, and, like, scrubbed and whitelips that really hate you, man, because, I don't know. Oh, like, there's intent. There's <laughs> such a huge difference. Like, when they really yeah, want to bite you, it's... Yeah, they're oh, yeah. much smarter oh, about yeah. it
2: you know the Carpets do it from far away the and they'll just formation. strike
1: at you it's cute mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i don't know my adult, I, it's funny tonight i was uh i i have this i have that app it's um uh ReptaScan. and yeah. uh, on the uh on the on the app now because i have like the premium version of it you can actually put in the weights Your animals, and what it'll do is it'll track the weight, and they'll give you a graph of how much they've grown over the years. And you know, it's it's just pretty cool for like data and information and such. Anyway, (laughs) I thought my males, you know, like tiger male and my albino male, I thought for sure that they were a thousand grams. Nope. Yeah. Seven hundred grams. Seven hundred?
2: Nah, Jesus. Seven (laughs)
1: hundred. He sired three clutches three years in a row. You know, he 700 grams. And I'm like, oh, my God, wow, that's small. Yeah.
3: But there's no need to
1: really, I don't know, keep him bigger. Uh, you guys probably well, no. different, but yeah, well, no. <laughs> no. It's a proven um, male.
2: You don't need to get any bigger. It's his own damn fault for breeding.
1: So, yeah, forget you, dude. Yeah. You really don't, man. I got two jungles. My my VPIs are massive. I mean, my females. Yeah. You you've seen her, man. It's that it's that one from the calendar two years ago. Her head is right. Just, it's massive, and uh, you know, it's. I think it's two things. I think some of the old school stuff, VPI stuff, and uh, similar old school lines were a little bigger anyway. But that mm-hmm. was also when I had them. I also wasn't as well educated and stuff, so I did the old school let's feed and feed. And then she bred for me, and it was like right after she bred when I really should have slowed down, it was like, no, let's feed and feed. And she's freaking massive. And yeah, it's, it's been a nightmare getting them to breed again. Uh, and I don't even know if it's her or him, honestly, but um. But on the other hand, you have Spark, who should have bred for, like, three years, and then finally this year he decided he wasn't gay or anything like that and knocked up Calypso finally. <laughs> and I'm, I'm literally waiting on eggs to drop. Like, I keep checking, but she's, you know, making weight. But uh, yeah. Spark was, from the moment Spark hit that minimum weight, then I was like, oh, you know, the first year it's like, oh, yeah, I'll put them together. Probably won't happen. Didn't happen. Then it was like two years after that where it was like, oh, now he's got that extra bit of weight on him. He's a nice adult male. He's got age. And he wanted nothing to do with nothing. So, it's, like I said, it's, you get them mature enough and they don't necessarily need to be huge. I prefer yeah. not to be yeah. as big. I don't, It's not massive seven foot. I don't even know how many pounds. doesn't need to be huge. doesn't need to be the size of like a big coastal. Jungles, Coastal's jungles, don't get big anymore.
2: It's like that. That uh, I did the exact same thing where you can almost track what were some of my first carbon pythons because they're the ones who are seven feet long, eating jumbo rats. And then you have my like next couple phases because they just keep getting progressively smaller. And then I have like my adult females that are breeding are three, four feet, eating medium to large rats, and that's it. So, and that's just the way it is. No more of those animals that are popping out 40 egg clutches. Just retick clutches? Yeah, my my, my mini yeah. retick clutches, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, my
1: adult, my adult citrus tiger, female, I mean, I know they're smaller to begin with, but she's, i will be lucky if she tops out at maybe five feet. And she mm. just laid seventeen eggs. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. So, good
1: enough. I go with that with Calypso. Uh, she's yeah. the jungle she's the jungle I have grabbed right now that I'm waiting to drop. And she's like you said, five would be stretching it. She's in a four foot cage, and yeah. I mean I'm trying to do the math five maybe five, maybe.
2: Yeah. and not a fat That's five awesome. either,
1: you know, it's not huge. It doesn't need to be massive. And I think that goes with uh the scrubs and the whitelists and uh the lyases. Like people keep asking, Oh, when are you breeding scrubs? And it's like, man, unfortunately for you I got my female really young and I'm growing her really slow. And not mm-hmm. yeah, but really slow. Like I don't I'm not power feeding her, I'm in no rush. So, you know, message me in about three years, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> at least three years, you know. But right uh like I said, Calypso she hasn't laid yet, so I don't know how many eggs her first clutch will be, but, I mean, I'd say five foot tops, tops. And the same with my white lips. She's my female. I didn't grow her crazy, and she's probably five to five and a half foot, and I really don't want her to be any bigger lengthwise. Right. Yeah. But there is something to say for genetics of it. There is genetics involved. Sometimes, you know, big line of animals. Sometimes there's smaller lines. There, There is something for genetics of it. Oh, yeah. I think right. uh, I think my Brisbane Coastals, they're going to get big. I think they're going to get yeah. big just because they're Southern Coastals and, and yeah. they get big. So I think mm. we're going to – with my Brisbane zone, you're going to be looking at uh, – when you come over, they'll be as big as, like, you know,
2: your old Coastals. <laughs> they're on my list, dude. I want Brisbane. I don't know why, but
0: I don't know why I Beautiful. haven't
2: had them yet. That's my next question. Is I don't know why I haven't yeah. gotten them yet, but I might let Nick convince me when I call him for my I don't know yearly. You
1: guys, you purist guys confuse me, man. Because here you got a locality type animal, and I'm the only yes. one with the localities of of these carpet pythons. I don't get it. I was dis- <laughs> I was distracted by
2: morphs and combos that you kept doing. It's not me, but it's fault. Yeah. It's
1: not black and yellow, so that's part of my and, problem. Uh, it's Scotted, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Well speaking of black and yellow. So I got some questions as far as jungles go. Like, okay, so let's talk about your collection a little bit. You know, I mean sure. I know we hit on it a little bit. Like, what what do you got going on? What's what's the pride and joy of your collection as far as your jungles go? It's gotta be the freaking VPI big female, but just because I've had her for uh let's see. She's an O four and I got her like two thousand so I've had her about ten, eleven years now. Wow! So nice. Like, you know, that's you have an animal that long and it's still black and yellow, and she's she is as tame as you know any carpet you're gonna find. So it's it's hard to not include her, even though her and my other now don't want to breed for whatever reason. But um, yeah, I got them, and then I got. A little bit of the Scattershot stuff, like I said, I can't get enough of that. Uh, Spark, I'm sure you guys have seen Spark, man. Well, yeah. No. green, black, clean yellow. Do you know a little bit about the history as far as scatter shot? Like, what does that? Where does that originate from? Dude, I have so much shit written down somewhere, and all these stuff that goes in my snakes, and I don't even know. Like, I should know more. <laughs> I know scatter shot. I want to say is wine bred because it, it was. The son of Delia, I wanna say. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you hear this, I'm my bad if I'm I'm wrong on this. But um I like I said, I have everything the animals like that I could find out somewhere, like I have to go through it all. That's but. no big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal. I just thought maybe you knew off the off the top of your head that's no way No, it. like I you um, know it's I have so much side stuff going on and so much stuff going on this year especially that it's like I'm just a little bit scatterbrained. Like some of these guys, like David and uh, uh, Josh up in Maine and like a few other, like Nick, you know, these guys know that stuff, man, off the top of their head. Like it's, you know, nothing. I have it all somewhere written down, but sometimes I get a little scatterbrained. (laughs) Especially when you don't work with one line or something. When you got different stuff, it's in the ass.
3: Yeah. So when you go
1: and you're, do, do you look for, so like when you're putting your, collection of jungles together. Do you go more for lineage or a mix of both? Um, you know, it's it's it depends. It's a little bit of mix. I, You know, of course, I like some lineage and, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I want to get a carpet or especially when people start talking about jungles and it's like, look, you're going to spend this much. You should know, you should be able to see pictures of at least the parents or not the grandparents. Mm-hmm look for a good color, all that. Um, what do I look for? It depends, man. Sometimes you see something, you're like, I gotta have that. That thing is just insane. Like, Headhunter did that to me once where I, I inquired about something and he's like, ah, it's sold already. And I'm like, ah, okay. And he's like, yeah, but look at this. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And now I've got Floki, who's a really nice animal from, uh, Abel and the and just really broad yellow banding. Um, but, I don't know, I tend to go towards, I really like clean black with not a lot of tipping. Mm. Uh, Spark, have you guys have seen Spark, like, I really like that look when there's, I don't know, like, as much as, like, there's times I'm like, man, I, I don't need tipping in my stuff. I like low tipping, just clean yellow, clean black. And then some of these guys post up their jungles with, like, really crazy tipping. Like, I think Andrew's got one, I, I think the Headhunter, and it's... It's just going to be a stupid adult, just because of how tipped out it is. And like you, can, I can just see it. I'm like, man, when this thing is an adult, it's going to be insane. And uh, right. two things that I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards trying to do. Um, Calypso came from Sean from Merle Python uh-huh. forum, and I don't know if you guys remember the sea, the jungle that was on the shirt, the Merle Python shirts. Do you remember that jungle? Yeah. Yep. Really crazy yeah. high yellow. Mm-hmm. That clips yep. mother. And uh. then Floki has pretty good broad broad uh, bands going on. So I kind of want to try and push something towards like really high yellow. Like not 50 50, like higher percentage yellow bands. Really broad yellow bands. And then yes. Spark, okay. who's just crazy deep black, I want to get. Once Suna decides to breed, um, I want to breed the sooner who is from Jason Balin, um, from his zebra to uh, Brinkley, I believe. Oh, and, uh,
2: okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. And actually, according to Jason the other night, I think him and Chris said that Suna is probably the best one from that quest. She's just really nice, clean black. I want to kind of do some kind of breeding towards that, you know, really nice, clean, low tipped out, dark black. Mm but then you know you are yeah, like oh i also have this and it changes everything right yeah it does my, <laughs> to me i th- i think you're i think you're right i think the black i do like tipped out stuff but for me like i love my i'm just drawn to it like that clean clean velvet black that's just like it's just i think the contrast it just makes it pop you know i mean I don't know. That's kind of like where that it's more at for me. Don't get me wrong. There's some tipped-out stuff. Like I said, I think it's Andrew Paris. He's got one that the tipping you on is insane. What's that? Do you remember uh, Jake Milbrat's stuff? Like, to yeah. me, that was like tipping was insane on the stuff that he had. I mean, I would just be like, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Well, there's wow. some tipped-out stuff. But, I mean, at the same time, when I look at that stuff, and I'm like, man, that shit is – absolutely gorgeous, but it's like I don't know if I'd have a place for it here. I mean, I'd breathe for whatever. Black and yellow is black and yellow. You're winning either way, but at the same time, when I have not as much tipping in most of my stuff, it's like, ah, I wouldn't be doing it justice in Right. Yeah, you'd be kind of then you're adding it in. It's kind of like yeah. 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 I'd probably try to put it to my old school VPI stuff more. I mean, that's more the classic, normal, average Double tipping. Wood. Yeah. And I have a couple things here. I mean, Valkyrie's got a little bit different look. She's half scatter shot. Uh, she's scatter shot. Well, no, not half scatter shot. She's scatter shot and uh, Eve instead of Delia. So I mean, I have some different stuff here that could go with it. But like I said, I I tend to go towards the clean, less tipping stuff. That's just me. Hmm. Gotcha. Very cool. Gotcha. So. Here's a question that, um, you know, often gets asked when it comes to jungles. Um, what about as far as kicking out – what are some tips that you could give as far as kicking one out of a clutch uh, that, you know I, – I mean, it, let me let me first start by saying that it's impossible to know and sometimes you get it wrong. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? You, you think this one's going to be killer and you sell that one and the next thing you know you're like, oh, god damn it.
2: <laughs> um, but what do you look for
1: in your jungles if you were going to hold it back? What would be something that stands out to you? Um, you know, I think if, if I'm looking at something, if if I produce it, then I look at Firstly, the pattern to me, because maybe that's what I'm looking for, high yellow bands, or it depends. But, you know, if I don't produce it, if I go to a breeder and, you know, if I go to Mike Curtin or if I go to Headhunter, I don't necessarily look at all the babies, you know. I might ask them, like, man, what do you think is going to look good? You know, because Mm. you you really – you could think you have this baby that's going to turn out to be stunning and it's not. Or, you know, it's it's not what you think. Or you have something that you look at it and you're like, yeah, I don't know how that's going to really turn out. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, something crazy. But, you know, I'll buy it anyway. And then you grow it up and it's like, holy shit, I I hit the jackpot on this thing. But I feel like if you go to a breeder and they've had that pairing, it's a known pairing that, you know, obviously has trophy animals, and you say, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think is, is the best baby here? You you know, this is what I'm looking for. They know the animals. They know what's come from it. And, and maybe they can see that something that you don't. But, I mean, right. if it's something I produce, it depends on what I was trying to do with that pairing, I guess. I mean, if you're producing black and yellow, just keep all the babies. Screw some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hold them. That's just, you can't do that because then I can't I can't get any babies from me, you know what I'm saying it's it, <laughs>
3: yeah
1: you know, if, if like I said if I do this thing with Calypso and eventually Flopy once he gets old enough uh, the first thing I'll do is look at the the banding that I you know I'm shooting for for the project I'd like to get high yellow banding you know and then right. I would look for maybe the cleanliness that I like you know and I don't know I don't know if I I've seen headhunter stuff well- like it gets lighter every year, man. Like that, that gray area where the yellows come in getting lighter Uh every year in my, in my eyes. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like, yes, it's like such, it's becoming Mm -hmm. a lighter gray color. And it's like, man, like these, these things are coming out this year, last year. I I just feel like they're going to be stunning. I think if you get an eye for that, I don't have it. I'm not as good as some of these guys. I've been lucky. Uh, I'll be very honest. I've been pretty lucky, but, um, if you get an eye like some of these guys, and you see the certain sort of color, the certain sort of tint to it, and you know, like I said, man, I've watched headhunter stuff, especially last year, some of these babies—the coloring—it's getting lighter, and I think that's going to be just better yellows, darker blacks. So I think it's just getting better. Yeah, I think that's one of yeah. the things. I know this is this is off on a tangent a little bit, Mike, you'll—I mean, oh, and you'll probably. Uh, I'm thinking Mike Scattershot exotics. <laughs> um, oh, and you'll probably beat me up for this for saying this again and again and again. But that's the thing I miss about the uh the forum is the that forum. you used to see those animals. Yeah. You used to see those you used to see that progression. You know what I'm saying? Like you would see it. Whereas on Facebook it kinda gets it kinda gets lost, you know. You don't have that same like, Oh, I remember when he's hatched out oh, look, this is the second shed. Oh, look, you know, now it's a year old. And you're like, holy shit. Like, you can see the progression, you know. The one good thing about Headhunter is that he sort of has that on his website, you know. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a a cool thing. So you can check it out there. But, you know, I don't know. This is something that I miss. The one thing that I noticed that I've been pretty lucky with, and this just applies to carpets in general, is that I look for a hypo-like look. That's what I look for, and to me, that animal is going to have stunning colors as adult, especially in the neck area. I don't know if you guys have you yeah know, behind the that same head. thing.
3: Yeah, but like I know what you're you look
1: about. there, and it has like this this sort of like it almost reminds me of like if you were looking at like an orange ghost ball python type of look, like it's in shed but what? not in shed, but bright, like yeah. It's, I, oh. Come on, oh, what I'm <laughs> hec- I'm hec- I'm echoing hec- <laughs> Owen's what? thoughts here. You, boy, <laughs> you, 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 lost me you were when you doing fine, and then
2: you, then you turned left. It
1: was like, what the hell? I'm just trying to relate it so people can understand. I'm just trying and to give Thanks. A, you Thanks. You just related car, you just related jungles to ball pythons. Thanks for breaking my heart. That, all
2: right, that's enough. Now, Eric, <laughs> Eric needs to go sit in the corner oh, you for it. a
1: good ten minutes, all right? <laughs> Jesus Oh, man. I'll tell you what. You're, you're, anyway, killed, you're killing look, me. I, I, so, I'll I keep no, my trick, no, no. and you guys can have all it's the ugly
3: carpet. So, <laughs> so, you and Bill
2: Steagle have this trick. It's the only people who could be like, you know what?
3: That kind of looks like
2: a
1: ghost, orange, whatever the hell you just named. So, yeah. It's not a good you trick. know what? Anyway. You know what uh, has uh, has knocked me out? with this year specifically is uh, the Poison Ivy Clutch is totally opposite of that. So I had the whole clutch. I watched it all grow. And the ones that I thought were going to turn out dark are not as dark as the other ones that are uh, like they're just getting black. (laughs) They're literally turning black. So I don't know. I really want to say it didn't turn out because it's not a morph. (laughs) What's that? I really want to say that. That's a sick snake, one, no. man. That's, and it's it's weird. It, it's poison ivy's a pretty sick IJ, man. It, and I and my first carpet was an IJ in fourteen years ago, something like that. It was an IJ.
3: No but, shit. Um, no shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a pestor IJ, man. He was he was a mean little bugger. But uh, mm. I think and it might have been my first two or three. I don't remember. I don't remember. And yeah, I got a couple IJs and then. I got my VPIs like 10, 11 years ago, right? They're all fours. Yeah, so they're 12 years old. So about 10 or 11 years ago, I got them, and I've never not had jungles in my collection since then. But, yeah, my first probably two to three carpets were IJs from my local pet store and then a couple local people. So I man, that's why I was joking. I used to joke around with the Darksiders, man. I I used to use that Bane quote about being born in the Dark Side or whatever the hell it was. I, mean, <laughs> man, I, I grew up in the Dark Side. You guys, you guys don't know that. I know the IJs. I like IJs. I like all carpets. It's, but uh, you know, it's too much black and yellow. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I will admit. I mean, like when you're looking, at, when you go to, um, you know, when you go to a reptile show or you go to somebody's election or whatever it would be, you know, I have people that come here. You know, I have a few really nice jungles that are up and coming. And sure enough, when people come and look at my stuff, that's the thing that people gravitate towards. You know, I can show them, like, an albino zebra jack, and they're like, yeah, that's cool. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, because nobody cares about morphs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you guys don't. I'm an albino. I know. Yeah, you, no, and Owen, don't fool small yourself. All you. I have to do is dangle something in front of you And you're like, oh, okay
2: <laughs> So don't mean that I'm not a more person No, <laughs> listen, no, no, no the, One of the funniest conversations you ever, you and I ever had Is we were in your snake room And you're like, man, check out these IJs And I'm sitting there And I'm like, you, like the, the glazed look that was on my face you, Like it took you so long to realize that it was just there and you're like, and these are the diamonds. I'm like, finally, something I can get into. And you were <laughs> like, you're about ready to throw me out of your room. So, yeah,
1: like, yeah,
2: but it's weird though, it, man, because that's...
1: you have different people for different things, man. Because you do. You know what? There's yeah. people freaking out over bowlines online, and it's like they're awesome snakes. Don't get me wrong. I held one, but like, I'm in no, like, I don't feel the desire to really get a pair. Like, they're they're incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. I mean, to me, eventually there would be a snake that eventually I would want to keep. I think, though, for me, what I've learned about myself over the past year is that, you know, I've learned to curb the... Uh, I just listened to somebody be excited about what they're working with so now I want to work with it <laughs> you know like it's right. very hard to hard do with. this show <laughs> weekly and talk to somebody and they're excited about it and to stay focused on what you're doing you know what I mean you talk to somebody right. about you know you know they're putting up this blue might phase kind chondro, and you're like oh god I got to have it you know next week you're talking to somebody about uh you know White-lip pythons, Petermans. and you know, it's like mm-hmm. I need I need four of them, and you know, you're talking to Blake Bauer yeah. about Scrubs, and you're like, well, dude, I need the whole locality of everything, and right. you know, it just gets crazy, and like, I, I think for it's me, worth, man, especially when you start looking at the, the stuff that's underappreciated, and uh-huh. you're friends with the people that like love that shit, and it's like, man, yeah, because I'm in I'm in all these different groups. And it's like, I've gotten into, like, I have all kinds of things that I'd love to own maybe one day, this, that, the other thing. And it's like, you watch these guys put up this stuff, and it's like, oh, man, I, I need cool. that.
2: I don't know how the hell you've only stuck with one type of liasis. Like,
1: that, how the hell don't worry. not have it,
2: anything else?
1: Because, man, room, it's, that's the uh, only now, reason there's room.
2: You said that twice now. So now you and Eric are now both looking for houses. Now, Scott, when you and your fiancé... Are looking at houses and I and I've met your fiance. She's she's a very lovely person and she's totally accepting of your reptileness. Are are you looking at like basements and like are you doing the exact the same thing that Eric oh. is doing? Where, like I don't give a crap how many rooms there are. What's the basement look like?
1: So are you doing? Yeah,
2: that? He,
1: here's here's the problem, and here's here's, oh, here's no. the problem. My fiance. Not only does she accept this shit, man. She's got her own shit now. Oh, then it's totally over mm. with. It's done. So it, so it's it started with the ball pythons. <laughs> it started with a ball python, so we got a few of them, and like they're even if they never breed, they're never going anywhere. She loved every one of them, but man, we got uh, a ta- we have a t- we have a little bit of everything here. We got a frog, we got a tortoise, but we have a tower of gargoyle geckos now.
3: A oh, tower. so oh wow. You
1: know, yeah. okay. So I when we gargoyle. get a house and we have a room, yes, it's going to be. There'll be more room, there'll be more geckos, there'll be more snakes eventually. Um, but yeah, no, no joke. My my room, let me tell you something. I thought my room didn't have more room until we decided to put up a tower in the middle of it for geckos. <laughs> you know, and it's cool though. It's, you know, and, and and let me tell you something. It's, there's times when it's like, ah, shit, I got a girl who likes this shit too. And it's like, you're you're both drug addicts. It's terrible, but it's, it's very cool, man. She she does a great job. She loves this shit. Uh, I've had awesome. to jump in a few. I've had to jump in a few times because uh, the ball python community can be idiots. So I got her out of those groups, and then uh, you know, there's people who, you know like to attack people who are a little less experienced in groups. So I had to jump in a couple weeks ago and make that guy make realize he's an idiot. But um, you know, it's it's very cool because it's like. Yeah, we I don't, I don't have to look for a house and be like, oh, I need this room. And it's like, she's like, what do you mean you need a snake room? We need a room for both. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> so, what about but my you, know, you know what's cool, oh, yeah. though? Let me tell you good. something, man. Gargoyle geckos, like, you don't really need heat. They don't really need anything special. Like, it's and easy, so it's nice. It's like you just throw a tower up in the middle of the room as long as your room's warm enough and a whole bunch of exoterras and tubs, and you got a nice little collection going. And she does, man. She's done the same thing that I, you know, I, I've tried to do. She's got some nice selective animals, and you know, she's doing her thing with that. But um, so, yeah. so house, it's gonna be interesting when we get a house, man. It's gonna be very interesting. Exactly. So, so like, to your house, question, after the wedding—it's like an
2: explosion
1: of reptiles—is it gonna end up hitting your guys' house? No, no, I don't know, God, I hope not. I can tell you that there won't, <laughs> be any, there won't be any reptiles at the at the wedding. I can tell you that because that's already been nixed by her mom, and also the fact that the place does all animals. But I was like, that's okay. Jerks. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Cause I don't like bringing my animals. I don't like bringing my animals out of the house anyway. I'm pretty bad with that. So ship any um, wedding now, present animals directly to
2: you at your house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. It. If anyone now wants. You know KJ, if you want to send that new animal you just got here, I'll treat it for whatever it's, it's a got. A gun's and I'll take python. care of it. It's a gun's yeah, gun python. Yeah, I didn't. We're, right, we're go public with it. I knew no, it. No, was. No. Oh no,
2: he didn't. He didn't tell me I wasn't allowed to go public, and that's his mistake. If you're gonna tell me something, you need to tell me I'm not allowed to do things with it.
1: So, it's right, a I already knew. By. I was the only one. He posted it in a group of people that 99 percent of them don't know much outside of ball pythons and the rest of the common stuff, and I, I, I said one. He said it's. Uh, less common than rough scales when someone brought up rough scales. And I said, is it a oh. python? He, he said, I, I said, is it a python? He said, yes. I said, F you, I know what it is. And he's <laughs> like, he said, so I was like, because I, cause the only thing less common, especially now, is liasis. Let's, I mean, yeah. for the most part. Someone said, oh, and Kelly, I'm like, Get the, they're not, they're, come on, be what realistic.
2: The? Wow, we went way too far there.
1: Yeah, I was like, you said, no, there's no such thing as that outside of Australia. You're talking, oh, he." I knew what it was. That's that's and it's actually pretty cool, Uh, you know. And it's and that goes back to what you said. You can't believe I don't have more liasses, and it goes back to room. I have the smallest liasses that fit in tubs very easily. Yeah, but um, that 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 I have a a very short list. I I want to expand on two things. I want to breed my next carpet, so I want to start that project, which will be coastals or breadles maybe. I, oh I know, hello but um eventually I <laughs> I'm glad I get, you said
2: those two options I can help you there
1: <laughs> I'm sure you can but you know <laughs> but um <laughs> and and I and I do want to probably get another uh another species of Liasis next I don't know what it's going to be you know I re- man those I really don't like go the papillons
2: but uh, okay don't go fuscids you know, just just don't all right if you if you want to come here when at carpet fest if you want to go and open up my female fuscus bin and see if you really want water pythons, <laughs> I will allow you to do that.
3: <laughs> to <Good> you, <laughs> you, you won't
2: want
1: them, all right? Nah, no, no, it, 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 waters won't be the next. I, You know what, the yeah. tapons, man, I love their freaking head structure and the way they look, they just look incredible. They're, They're obviously harder to micons. get. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, I... The so one last that, uh, that that really got me, and this wasn't until Owens were adults, well, on the way to being adults, was Olives. Monsters. You know? I mean, yeah, everybody I, – I always heard Nick talk about these, and, he, you know, he's always trying to get me to get them for the longest time, and, you know, I kept putting it off and kept putting it off. And then finally, you know, I, I don't know. There's just something cool about them, you know, and they're a big snake. So you get that sort of big snake – kind of feel, and they're just really cool,
3: cool.
1: I, super
2: I, underrated. I'm so pigs. proud of mine. I'm so proud of mine. Yeah. They're on extra large guinea pigs right now. Okay. Oh, That's <laughs> right,
3: dude. Oh. Yeah. oh they're,
2: they're starting to... Cause we, they, there was no breeding that ha- was happening, so I separated them and I started feeding them again, and they're starting to go through shed cycles. They're starting to get like bulk up, and I'm like, yes! More guinea pigs, so, you know, it's, I may be going a little mad scientist right now. So Yeah, I'm going to hopefully like have sabus later this year. We'll see. You, you 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 just send me a pair, all right? Just send them over. I need more sabus.
1: Well, you so, can go look at Eric's when huh. we trade for the northern jungles that he has. I like that term, <laughs> by the way. That was beautiful. See? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. People know they're yeah, here. That was a good Nobody, day. Not too many people want them because they're they, – you know, I guess they don't look like the ones that have been selectively bred in Australia, but you know, I'm ready for mine. No. so. Well,
2: let me yeah, but let me tell you now, and then you can start selectively breeding them. Like this is no. this, this is a basement project to start I'm, a building on. I'm telling you, they
1: are they're very cool. The problem is, is that just like Inlands, very hard to capture the true color of what they are. It's it's. It's just uh, difficult. You know? You um, did fine. I saw the pictures. <laughs> Screw everybody else. Just don't worry about it. You breed them, send them to me. I'll take care of them. Don't worry. There you go. <laughs> he did, he
2: did. No, Scott's like, I don't care if you can't capture the picture.
1: I know what's going on here. Everybody yeah, I know what's going on. Out. 90, 90% green. of, you know what's funny? There's, there's probably a very large percentage of people that are going to listen to this episode and be like, Northern Jungle? What the fuck Northern are they talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry there's, about it. There's a northern jungle? Yeah. Skip it. Don't worry about what it is. If you don't yeah. know what that is or what we're talking about, don't even worry about it right now. Yep. Research.
3: Um, yeah,
1: research. So, <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I know you were saying, uh, you know, about as far as carpets, the next one might be uh, a coastal or or brettles. Um, mm. Is that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is there a particular type that you're looking for, or like? Yeah, you not a morph. To thought that out yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you yeah. Don't, don't uh, I, I, I know, not a morph. Dude.
0: No, let me tell I, you you know, and, no, And
1: hold on, hold on. Hmm. One second. Oh boy, here you we go. Have to tell oh, here we go. Me, oh. No. All right. You guys are gonna sit here and talk about morph this, that, not a morph. But I'll tell you what. A hypo brother,
3: uh-huh.
1: I don't care uh-huh. what you say. That snake uh-huh. is hard to beat. It
2: I'm is telling.
1: I will completely agree.
2: Oh, with it's hard. You, hard one to beat. Hypo bread line. It's a yeah. freaking red snake, dude. Of course it's hard to beat. <laughs> Things are stupid
1: looking. Stupid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude, open the open the complete carpet python. And for you new carpet python owners, if you don't have that book, get that book.
3: But what are you doing open here? that
1: yeah. <laughs> look at the freaking hypo Bretel. It's yeah. I mean, but you know what? And that's not to take away from the normal bretles, man, because they're nice too with the with the black shine there. But yes, the Hypos are gorgeous. But, um, yes. Yeah, you gotta turn I would say. Time, bro. <laughs> that, I always got <laughs> to change the. Why do you, <laughs> you got to bring up the Morse? I know. Because. You can't help because, because I know. No, it's mean, no, just I, me and Eric. It's all good. <laughs> you know, I like. I think the closest to those, though. Um, so, like, I work with the Fours. I have Priceline Brettles. I have the Hypo. I have Harris line brittle. I have the stripes. So, like, I see oh, the, the difference. Fours, so, like, if you... Mm. fours are probably the closest to...
0: They're the pretty. Hypo.
1: Like, that really, really light look. The Harris line seems to have a lot of black in the tail part. So, if you like that, it's, you know, that's kind of that look. Really dark, like, brick, like... Uh, brick red. Really dark yeah, they're, red. They're pretty. You know, whereas... Yeah. The One thing I don't like is um, the stripes. No, I like stripes. That's just me. The I stripes. don't. I'm not a fan of them. Just me. The stripes are kind of like they don't. They kind of have the color of like, uh, and this isn't to take away from like the price line or the uh, Lasik line or anything, but they kind of don't have that uh, same color as the other two. And, and like, especially with the stripes, I think maybe. Maybe if uh, when Nick probably produces, like, the Hypo stripe, I even think that's going to be difficult to probably get that color. I'm sure he'll be able to do it, but, I mean, that might be something. Uh, it would be interesting. Spot. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but, uh, what would be next? God, I, I, don't, snakes, man. I don't know. You don't know what? Well, I mean, oh, I, you, I don't know. Like uh, I said, it's my, I think my goal like, eventually is to, you know, at least for a little bit, work with every carpet or subspecies of carpet and eventually try to produce all of them. Just, you know, as a just for my own, like, hey, I I did that. And maybe eventually, like, once I have the space, I wouldn't mind, you know, I'll always have fucking who knows how many jungles, but besides that, maybe just to have a pair of all the rest, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You I'll guys I'll already you do. I, you guys already probably do. At least to, you guys already have. I of so, all the rest. So yeah, I know at least I have every, are, so. everything. Everything So everything, I top. have everything. Uh-huh. You know, but
2: Impractical. I, 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 yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so
1: it's like,
2: there it is.
1: <laughs> I have, to but no, eventually I will. So I, I've actually been thinking that lately. I'm like, you know, what would what's the next step? And it's going to be. You know, and I don't know when, because this house thing kind of dropped on us a little unexpectedly. We're hoping to do it next year. But, um, you know, once I can afford it, I want to get the female of whatever I decide to play with. And it'll probably be, I don't know. I'll leave that up to to wonder. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. I, I need a male IJ, you. too, for my female eventually. So, that's I got that to consider. And, you know, oh, I'll have some nice, uh, nice, Nice with bread IJs next year, hopefully. I so. will I know you will. I know you will. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll be we'll be talking about carpet fest. I got some questions about some other stuff you got, so don't worry. Okay, I cool. will not have IJs um, ever. So I'll tell you what's the sleeper carpet. And this is because I don't know if I talked about this on the last week's show or not, but um my inlands are becoming adults and I want them. Good Lord. Oh, I want
2: God. the inlands. Yeah,
1: I know, like, nobody kind of cares at this point, and I think it's because people haven't seen adults, you know? And, uh, wow, they're killer. They are yeah, bullies, no, they're
3: like bread
2: it, it, It's honest, like bread lie. Like, it's honestly like bread lie. The best way I have for selling bread lie is I need to bring an adult with me, and that's when people start actually paying attention to the little red worm over here. I mean, that's just the way it goes, so yeah you know grow um, more I,
1: throw more yeah. genetic freaks in there, and people will start really liking it oh yeah and, that, and mean, I'm, that's not know. a joke either, <laughs> and it's not a joke it's not a shot it's it's legit put more morph into it, and all of a sudden' you're like, oh, I gotta have that, of course you do oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's the, if that's a sad, if the sad silver peppers uh, that's, were that's, here, everybody would have them Now uh, you know that is to a certain extent that is a is is true that's kind of sad, you know my thing with carpets is, is that I like them all. You know, um, I do like the crosses, I like the morphs, I like the locality, I like the, you know, just the subspecies, so, like... We were and that's talking, okay, we were as long as you know, own them. that shit. Yeah. yeah. As long as you, you own know, it, like, and you, and it's not just that, as long as you, you know, respect it, you know what I mean? It's like, Eric, everybody knows how much passion he has, but, you know, you're not new to the game, you're not like, hey, I'm just trying to make morphs, you... Even if you were just doing morphs, you still have respect for everything. You know, you're not gonna breed whatever to whatever and sell it and probably lie about it and say, Oh, this this is a jag shit, but it's actually a jungle. You yeah. <laughs> know, the stuff that people yeah. and but yeah. that's the stuff that's happening, you know, There's, the more people get involved, that's the sad state of affairs, but that's why you yeah. buy from people with good reputations. Yeah,
3: yeah that's you know,
1: true. I've actually hurt myself when it comes to the whole Morph game is because, like, I take my time raising things up. And, uh, you know, I could have been one of the guys at the forefront of some of certain projects And when it comes to Morph stuff. and But I don't know. Again, that's not what it's about for me personally. And, you know, I, I'm just really into the Pythons as a group. And I just take my time with, even with my babies, you know what I mean? Like, I was talking to a guy about, um, he he bought uh, a baby from me, and at the same time, he got babies from somebody else. And he was uh, wondering why they were, why it was smaller. And, you know, I explained (laughs) to him that, (laughs) I said, basically, I don't feed my babies through the the cool down. I don't. I don't feed them. They don't eat. Because more than I, I, I'm, I'm not sure which one I'm selling and which one I'm not, so I'm acclimating those babies to my environment. Like, I never understood yeah. the whole idea of, like, well, I don't acclimate babies. They don't get cold. Well, why not? In nature, they do. I mean, why all of a sudden, at two years old, do you shift? To me, like, get them into the groove early. At least that's my opinion, you know, and that's what I do. My so my goes to a lot of people who read something, and yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. something, and pick up that care sheet, and they're like, "Oh, and it's like, man, pick up a book, dude, stop it." No, it says it says eighty-five degrees, but it doesn't mean you need to put all this energy into keeping eighty-five. You're just gonna stress it up. The snake can get down to eighty-two. Man, they can get down at night. It can get down into the sixties for a couple nights or something. It can routinely get down into the seventies. You know? Right.
3: Oh yeah.
1: So you don't worry. It's like. And I do the same thing, man. I let my snakes get cooler, and that's just because my room gets cooler. And everything does fine. As long as they have heat available or, or the right things yeah. available, everything does fine. And I get that in that argument online once in a while when I'm have when i bored at work or something about humidity. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it, right. and you, you guys see it. It has to be 60% humidity. And it's like, no, it doesn't. And they're like, yes, it does. It has to be sixty eighty percent 80%. And I'm like, no, oh, it doesn't. And you not even... You're going to mess stuff up more trying to get it to, like, that middle ground by spraying it right. and it wet. And then you're going to wonder why my snake has a respiratory infection. Or gale yeah.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: Ma- yeah, and then people are amazed. Like, when do you miss your carpets? I don't know. I don't remember the last time I missed a carpet in 14 years. Probably never. Or maybe never. once or twice. I've... You know, I, I don't. Never have I missed a carpet. They don't need it. It so going through a Humidity bed, does not bed, really bed. matter. Yeah, Just give it a cool nah. water bowl. Just water every couple days. It's fine. Yeah. 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 I absolutely don't. As long as they're hydrated, nothing. The only thing I've noticed with, at least in Philly, um, that uh, the water is hard. So I've noticed with IJs in particular that when calcium. they
3: they
1: get they get the calcium on them, like mm-hmm.
3: yeah. You know,
1: especially when they're going into a shed. But I solve that problem just by giving them spring water. And problems yeah, I on. have some stuff. Yeah. I treat my water with a decorny anyway. And When we get a house, I all completely plan on getting RO filter and doing remer- reverse osmosis water for everything. Or, yeah. You know, D.I. or something. Yeah,
2: I, I give all mine sparkling water. So, like, the Ooh, bubbles sparkling I find water. helps them. A <laughs> little bit of little yeah. lemon wedges. Yeah. You fancy. You're so
3: high-end. I know,
2: right? I know,
1: <laughs> Goddamn, They can't That'd even drink fair,
3: their water. to be fair, I have, yeah. I have
1: to have clean water because the, uh the one frog we have. So, you know, <laughs> all the water I have is clean, anyway. I guess. Yeah. You know.
2: for, for anybody who's into reptiles, if you ever want to know how clean water is, get a frog. If you live for a week, your water wasn't that clean. <laughs> so, yeah. If, <laughs> if, if, like, if you want to find that's out that's how acidic it. your water is, Get a dumpy frog and see how long he lasts.
1: Yeah, so. that's, that's really true, actually. Yeah. For all the new people who are getting into carpets, you just stop overthinking it. Stop. Humidity yeah. does not matter, really. And temperatures, man, I mean, like people ask me questions all the time, and this serves you guys, and I just tell them, you know, I, I give mine the warm basking spot. And then they're like, oh, what's the temperature on the other side? I don't know where room temperature is and I don't really check it. It's not hot. It's cool. You know, That really, and and I know there's people that have controlled rooms and stuff and they have success with that too. But, you know, a lot of the people that ask questions, it's like, don't overthink it or you're going to overthink yourself into causing a problem that's not there. True. Yeah, so, I got got something for you as far as uh, temperatures go that kind of surprised me. So, I have, with my diamond pythons, I keep them outside of my room and you're looking at probably an ambient temperature during the day in the seventies and I provide them a basking spot and I use uh, a, a bulb, you know, like a heat bulb and the way I have it set up is like there's a branch that's directly under the heat bulb that you're looking at maybe a hundred degrees You know, and then like underneath that, they can go down underneath the branch and it's probably maybe, you know, 80 degrees. If they go a little bit down, you know, towards the back of the cage, then they're probably looking at, you know, 80 degrees. And sure enough, I've noticed (laughs) with them in particular is that, uh, you know, and it's on a timer, uh, you know, right before the the heat's going to kick on, they come out, they sit right underneath that at 100 degrees, right? They're just basking at 100 degrees. And then they'll stay there for, like, maybe uh, 40 minutes, an hour. Then they kind of move down. Um, Then they'll go and they just hide, you know, for a little while. Um, And then later on, right before the light, like maybe an hour or two before the light's going to kick off, especially if they've eaten, they'll go right under that basking bulb again. And then it kicks off. And whatever my temperature of my house is at night, could be 60, could be 70. You know what I mean? Sometimes during the winter, it could get down into maybe even, like, low 60s. Like mm-hmm. That's what they get, you know? It's fine. Actually, no, I, well, I used to do that. Simple. I actually used to, I used to during the winter for breeding for stuff, I used to turn, the, like, the heat off. I did, like, a whole down, turn the heats and lights off, you know, X them out until the deepest start. Darkest part of the you know the winter, and during that time they had no heat, no light at you know for twelve hours or whatever it was, more than that probably, and they got right. real cold. I I used to do that, but honestly now they got more caging and racks and stuff. It became a pain to like, oh okay these adults over here I'm trying to breed, so I want to do that with. So now I just I don't do anything. I literally let my room temp drop normal winter temps, and that's all I do anymore. Okay. So do you but, put uh, a heat spot at nighttime? Do you allow them? Yeah, I do. To yeah, they spot? they have access access to heat twenty four hours. I used to not, but now I do. And uh, you know, in some of the the cages have some of the cages with like heat panels that are on thermostat. I'll throw a night drop on there or something. But mm-hmm. you know, I have one so big what? cage which is going actually soon. I have some cages coming, but that has a it's built with two heat lamps on top, so that you know obviously it doesn't get a night drop, but Right. So, do you shoot for you don't shoot for a temperature? Then you're just looking like I'm letting the whatever the room is, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, they for I mean they get the heat spot. You know what I mean? I I I I don't. I measure the heat the the basking area and make sure that you know I don't want it to be 120 degrees or anything. So of course I make sure that's okay. But after that, like I'll check the temperatures on the cold side or something like that make sure the cage isn't, like, holding a ton of heat or something. But my, my room doesn't get down into, like, the 50s, really. It's usually during the winter, 65, around there. So, and, you know, I'll just let the room drop, and then that will drop the cool side of the cage, and then they'll still have access mm-hmm. to masking. So. Yeah, I think uh, That's good. I think with, with the northern stuff, I think that that works well. I think with the southern... Carpets. That's where. That's where the you have to get them colder. I think. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. I absolutely, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, no, you can't breed yeah, diamonds man. this way. No, no you can't you breed a bread lie either. You gotta, you gotta almost
2: like freeze the bread lie. It's ridiculous. Like it's, I, it's kind I, I of think scary, I only. Man. It's hard. It to, it's hard to like, every fiber uh, in your being that, tells you no.
1: No, it's <laughs> too cold. You know, and you're just like, stop it! Ah, I can't do it. But yep. you know, dude, but the like, colubrid guys, man, just talk to them, man. They throw their snakes in a fucking basement at forty degrees and leave them for the winter. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's 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 yeah. not. If the snake can handle it, the snake can handle it.
0: Like, Again, it, that's
1: I I don't I don't keep meaning to go on this rant, but that's why I feel that like for me personally, in my experience of keeping a variety of different pythons, I've kept a lot of. Um, well, I've kept a lot of them, and to me, the most hearty, you know, no shed issues, no, very rarely, you know, any kind of respiratory infections or anything like that, and I don't know if it has to do with me just being super excited about the group or whatever, but carpet pythons seem to be hardier than any other type of python that I've kept. I've had problem, more problems with ball pythons. Than I've ever had with carpet python, as far as shedding. No, there's there's and a, there's hundred percent truth in that. That's, you know, that's because just carpets like, are freaking adaptable as hell, man. Yeah. It's, yeah but just, now, the, yeah. now, there is one thing. There is one thing I think where you might see issues, and that's if you have an animal that's kept at let's say ambient room temperature only, or something with with it's more heated. Over 82, mm-hmm. really, brooms at 82. So the coolest that snake's getting is 82. And then that animal gets sold to someone like me that's going to put it through winter at 65 degrees. That is where the problem is because it's become accustomed to this. It's highly accustomed to that. And then all of a sudden you change the way you keep it, then yes. you're going to have an issue. I think there was um, – I think we had Shane Whitaker on a long time ago, and uh, he's a vet. And um, he was talking about how, like, when people get new snakes, they very rarely does he see people talking about and asking how the person kept it. What they'll immediately Mm -hmm. do is put it into the way that they keep snakes. And that's where a lot of times people run into problems. There's no acclimation period. Like, it doesn't, you know, you don't, you're just, like, turning the switch off. (laughs) That's not good. Yeah. Whereas, like, you should she's gradually bring it into, uh, you keep it like the person kept it and then maybe, you know, gradually back off the temperatures at night until you get it into, you know, your keeping regimen um, right. which is probably the best advice, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah no, Definitely. Yeah, I,
1: if you're going to do it, definitely do it gradual. I mean, I just had, let's see, 14 years of having carpets. I just had my first visit to a vet with a respiratory infection. Mm. So oh, yeah. and that was and that was and now that was mostly my fault because I missed the early the earliest little minor signs that I would usually catch. I've had it before yeah. where you know a snake gets a little <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, let's eat this bitch up real quick and you know, crank the heat candy. up, yep. And it's not a problem. And I I you know it and I saw it. I saw a couple slow tongue flicks and that's all it took for me to to not pay attention to. You know, I mm-hmm. had a million things going on in my life and I I just missed that, and next thing you know, I opened the tub one night, and, you know, this thing's got a freaking respiratory infection, just enough where I'm like, ah, you know, I need some antibiotics, so I went to the vet, and i really not a big fan of most of vets, because some mm-hmm. don't know what the hell they're talking about, but, you know, about 20 minutes into it, she didn't really like me too much, I don't think, when I said, uh, no offense, you know that's. I'm not going to do that because you don't know what you're talking about. But uh, 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 I mean, I basically, yeah, it's it's pretty funny actually. And she's a very nice lady and she had a decent reputation, but, um, you know, I, I I tried to tell her, I said, you know, that's my first comment. And I said, I told her, I said, it's a respiratory infection. You know, I need this, you know, I need, I need antibiotics. And, you know, she's asked me all these questions and, I really don't think she likes when she's like, what's the humidity? And I'm like, I don't know exactly. I mean, it's in a tub; the humidity's not bad. Well, what do you mean you don't know? Like, well, I I've been doing this a little while. I I don't I don't keep track of that. So you know, she wanted me to crank it up to like 95 degrees and all that. I'm like, I'm not putting this thing up to 95 degrees. That's a little higher than I want to put it. And I said, look, I said, she's like, oh, you need to put a humidity gauge in there. I said, well. I've already raised its temperature. I've already raised the humidity by covering the uh, the ventilation holes. And it has, its humidity is where it needs to be. Well, how do you know that? Well, because I know my room. I know how these things work in my room. So, you know, she wasn't the most happy with me. And I also wouldn't let her do uh, blood work and an x ray. And uh, Oh, yeah. The other thing was she let the right. value. Just... Yeah, she was going into the shed and. and uh, she looked at the belly and it had that little reddish tint they get, and she's like, "Oh, it yeah. could be septic." And I, I, she said it could be septic, and I said, "No, you you need to relax with that. It's it's not septic <laughs> at all. This thing's
2: <laughs> Jesus.
1: You know what I mean? I'm like, stop. You know, I I get it. You're a vet, and I just just give me meds. Give me the needle, please. So she's like, "I'm going to yeah. give the antibiotics anyway, but you know, you un- you have to understand that." You're kind of blinding me if you come back without doing blood work and all that. And I said, "That's fine." And, and this was legit—the most textbook mm. respiratory infection. I mean, to C So I was like, I, "I won't be back. I just need mm. the antibiotics to take this, <laughs> take it that little extra bit out of it, please." So it was fun. Yeah, fortunately, we deal with is very very knowledgeable when it comes to reptiles yeah <laughs> we're, we're lucky there i think so he uh, um, did i uh he and i are actually um
2: i brought a snake to him with a respiratory infection and he and i got on this talking thing and his kick um he is actually been talking with a bunch of other vets our vet down dr adam dennish and he's given me a nebulizer to start trying to like do nebulizing medications for reptiles and he's okay. going talking to other vets and he's trying to figure out what best inhaled antibiotic he would give so it's like I'm like alright yeah we can guinea pig this shit up so um, we're trying to work out the best way we're trying to figure out the best kind of drugs and then if I get another RI we're going to give it a shot and then I'll let everybody know how it goes but for right now, he's got the nebulizer for me and we are he's building a chamber and then he's trying to figure out all the drugs and uh, he's going to get back to me probably on Friday. So, yeah, um, hopefully if that goes well, I'll let everybody know and they can
1: start their hopefully own Hopefully it's not the F210 or whatever shit, the one that they were yeah. playing for a little while. Uh, don't do that. No, 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 no. it's not going to be
2: F10 nebulized. No, yeah, that is no, no. not don't do going that. to be it. We're using
1: medication, not cleaner. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and to be and to be fair, I mean, you think about it. Respiratory infection that could that could be a good avenue with some medication like that. You know, like, it could be a good well, way to treat it. So.
2: Well, you know, I I lost a carpet python this year, and it turns out he had a massive infection in the lungs that turned out to be not only you know somewhat drug resistant, but you know also had a little bit of a um, Aspergillus fungus to it So it's like okay How the hell do you combat something that's sitting in the lungs And that's of course What started us on our conversation of Stop with the freaking needles Give me something that can get right into the freaking airways Like
3: give yeah. me something that goes
2: right into his lungs So that's what we're looking at And to be honest with you If I have to spend 50 bucks to get a nebulizer And a you know $20 sweater box with a hole drilled in it And call it a freaking day Done
1: Oh yeah so. Absolutely Yeah All oh, good I found uh, <clears throat> This year was um, I think that uh, The one carpet group That I find That is the most sensitive Is the IJs And uh, This was the year That uh, I did have I think that um, Stress Is what uh, Induces uh, Respiratory infection A lot That's what they mine. Mm-hmm. in particular in particular animals and breeding is very stressful um, so uh, you know that's exactly but, what you know, did mine it was it wasn't a in jungle but it was the stress of breeding it wasn't clips it was yeah. uh, it was actually suna and you know my male spark was all about her a few times and then you know like i said the the little bit of cooler temperatures and that stress you know it just doesn't take much Nope. No. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, um, I had the what? It, what? Especially, did it? I think for me, and again, this is my fault. But um, I had uh, poison ivy that I was trying to breed with. Uh, I picked up that tiger IJ from Mike Curtin, and uh, it's humongous. <laughs> it's it male. is a massive. Oh my animal. god. Yeah. Good God, that thing is huge. I'm like Mike. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> He puts my
2: coastals um, to shame.
1: It's huge. Oh my god. This thing has to be like three thousand grams. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. But anyway, uh I put him in with her and just to give you an idea, she's probably fifteen hundred, so he's double the size of her. And I think it just I think it yep. just stressed her out. You know. It was like they bred, they locked, everything was good. But uh I think uh that was just too much. So So no worries. <laughs> and it made me rethink my um it made me rethink my thoughts as far as especially with breeding carpets and what enclosure size uh should be. You know. Um I think that uh especially with breeding, you have to be able to have a big enough enclosure to where that animal can kinda get away. Um, and
3: mm-hmm.
1: still be able to access things like heat as needed and hide if needed and all that kind of stuff. Where yeah. you know, some sometimes uh, you know, for for room purposes, I guess, or whatever, I, I may have skimped on space or you know stuff like that. But <clears throat> we'll all be fixed soon enough. <laughs> but uh, you live and learn, you know what I mean. So. Uh, that's yeah, the biggest cool thing. thing you got to do in this hobby, man. Learn. That's yeah. all it is. That, yep. Learn from your mistakes. Yep. We all make them. You know, just just learn from them. Yeah, it's Definitely. a shame that, uh, I don't know what you guys think, but it's a shame that, like, people don't post their mistakes as much as they post their successes. So for, like, a new person getting into to the hobby, they kind of look at it and they think, like, You know, and they see, you know, guys like us or people that are breeding or whatever. They're like, "Oh, these guys never have any problems. Never have any all the time. Never have any issues. (laughs) Everything just as smooth as can be." That's really not the case at all. You know, it is 16 years, man. I've had plenty of issues.
2: And you don't. Sometimes you don't want to talk about it because it is somewhat embarrassing. Like a few people know that uh, the ruffies aren't here. They're not with me, and a few people know the reasons behind that, one of which is because Vulcan, my male, has had a tooth abscess. He had it in the front of his mouth, and I was a dumb shit, and I lanced it myself, which led to a outstanding infection in his mouth. Ooh. So my vet, my vet is an hour away from me because I do not trust any other vet but my vet. So my friend Andrew lives literally 10 minutes away from the vet and has taken care of the ruffies before uh, during the whole move thing. So both rough scales are with him because Vulcan is bouncing back and forth from the vet because of what's going on in his mouth. He is being treated. He is getting better. But it's like, Owen, you idiot. You lanced a infected thing and you thought that it was just going to be fine? So it's like that's just how it goes. Now, there's nothing wrong with the girl. She's just there because please feed her. So, (laughs) because Andrew (laughs) feeds everything, and I wanted to get bigger. So, it is one of those things where I've learned from that mistake where it's like maybe there is a lot of things that I can and can't do. The other thing that happened to me this year, as far as when we're talking mistakes, is I went away for a weekend and I had a friend come up who is a vet tech. And I had him give some injections to a certain number of my pythons who were having like those winter wheezes and stuff like that, just a shot of Batrile. I thought because he was a vet tech, he could handle it. I could show you three of my pythons that now have probably permanent scale damage because the injections weren't given the proper way and they were given too low on the side. Right. One of which right. is my albinos. One of which is my <laughs> albino. Oh, wow. Well. So it's like shit happens. So I'm learning. Everybody
1: learns. That's God, it, man. No. Shit, shit happens. You're gonna have mistakes. You're gonna have. You're gonna have shit that's not even your fault. It's just you're, gonna go wrong.
3: It's it just there's not, there's,
1: yeah, The more animals you have, the more that's gonna be out of your control. the an animal's gonna randomly get sick and pass away or yep. something. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you just got to get back to the basics. Just you know, and when that bad does happen, because I've seen a couple people lately that had. Uh, bad things happen, and man, I know the feeling where it's like, you just want to fucking sell everything. you you just like, man, I, it's, it's, it sucks it out of you for a little bit, but uh, just, you know, remember why you do this, remember why you enjoy it, you know, don't get out of it, just take a step back, take a breather, you know, it happens to all of us. I mean, I lost Sequana, that really nice Nick Mutt and IJ, uh, during mm-hmm. laying eggs last year, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, the one female I jam keeping is her for that reason, you know. And there's nothing I could do about it. She, she whatever, she, her had, like, an egg that was, like, calcified or something and never came out and binded her up, and shit went south, and it happened, you know. Yep. Up... Yeah. Yeah. it's. And I will it's say the good thing about this community is, man, I had, like, six people, like, on the phone with me, like, hey, hit me up, give me advice, just little non-invasive little ideas like try this, try that, and at the end of the day, none of it worked out. sucks, but you know there's a lot yeah. of good people out there that you can reach out to. Definitely. So, yeah, that's, definitely. that's, that's true. Um, you're absolutely right about the community, and I'm curious, do you still <laughs> what's your thoughts on currently on what's going on with the carpet community? Do you think good, bad, you're different. We need different. to go back to the forums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: we we'll need back to the
2: forums.
1: Y'all need to go learn I, a few things in the forums. That's
3: all. See,
2: now I will admit, I'm like, I, I have not been in the forums for a very long time. You challenged Eric to something. And, of course, Eric challenges Owen because I don't know why. So I go on to Morelia Python. I throw up some pictures of my super caramels. Freaking reptile report runs with the super caramels. And all of a sudden, my Facebook page for Rogue blows up with, like, 200 new likes because yeah, Rogue House is linked. With... Yeah, you're welcome. Shut up, all right? So <laughs> it was, like, it was one of those moments where I'm sitting there, and I'm like, God damn it, Eric. Like, I don't want to admit things to
1: you, but that was good.
2: So <laughs> I did,
1: dude. I did the same thing with Bane, man. I shared this picture of Bane that everybody loved all over the place and I put it in the in the forums, and Reptile Report shared it, and then someone tagged me in it and I click it, and they're like, I don't even know, like, a couple thousand likes, and, like, all these shares, yeah. these comments, all these comments, and it was funny, cause, and you'll appreciate this. All these people are like, oh, my God, I want one of these, and I'm like, no, you don't. You, no, you do. You, you, stop you, talking.
3: You, you <laughs> do. It
1: looks cool, but, man, it's, it's going to bite you. Just saying. Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. If if you're
2: if you're out there and you want to try to drum up business or uh you know, some a little bit of you know, some anticipation for your future pairings or if you want to show off your animals, or if you're one of those people that's like, Man, if I could get in the reptile report I'd be so happy. Go to the forums and post up. Apparently that's where they look. So Dude, it's, 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 it's funny. Like, it's
1: like this, it, especially for these these new people in the carpets. You have this, this old school guys that really aren't even – some of them aren't really in it anymore, uh, some of the no. names. And then you have, like, these mid-school guys that have been around for a long time and they're still around. And then you got guys like us that have been doing this for a while and stuff, but all that information, uh, most of that information from the guys before us that taught us, it's all up there in the forum, man. Everything you ever wanted to know is right there. Yep. Yep. Even lineage and stuff. You know, yeah. I, oh, I yeah. found yeah. The so much. I found Calypso's pairing on there. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've gotten so worried about the the forum not being there that I actually have this note called uh, this app called Evernote, and whenever I <clears throat> see particular pairing, uh, a person posts up a cool-looking animal or whatever, uh, my phone, uh, like, I'm able to save the picture, and I save it into a file, you know, like, you have these different notebooks on this app, and, like, I have a, you know, carpet more for jungle carpet or, uh, you know, whatever the subspecies is or, like, breeding talk or whatever, anything that, that pops up that, that like, that... At some point later down the line, somebody might say, "Uh, you know, I wish we had pictures of that, uh, you know, whatever, from such and such pairing. Um, There it is. It's saved.
3: Yeah, there they are.
1: In this app for me. You know what I mean? Because sometimes on the forums, it's like what I've noticed is like when you go back and you look. You know, people uploaded those pictures through uh, photo bucket or something like that, and the link is not there anymore. So the information is there, mm-hmm. but the picture isn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I've just been trying to keep track of that, and, and it's, it's a labor of love. So, I mean, that's you just how much I love. I'm into carpets, you know, like doing that. But I, I've amassed this, like, <laughs> crazy it, you know, if, if people went through it, they would probably. I'll have to show it to you when we're at Carpet Fest. But like, just crazy information about all these different carpets and the hobby and people and the this and the that. And, you know, all this different stuff. But uh, you know, it's you're right. It's right there. You know, I try, do try do to do that with jungles. If set? I if I see information on a jungle, I'm like, oh, you know, so and so whatever name jungle. Oh man, so and so just posted the information on that animal. The, the previous lineage to that animal, I try to save that into my phone, you know. I just need to find a better place to put all that together. But, yeah, no, I I do the same thing, especially jungles. Yeah. Yep. So, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, I noticed, like, uh, you know, when, when I was talking with Dave Kelly a while back and we, this whole lineage thing started on a kick, I remember I would ask him, you know, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Do you have this information he would just be like, there you go. And I am like, Holy shit, yeah. Man, where's this dude find this stuff, you know? And uh sure enough he was the same kind of idea where he would just kinda you know, just from studying the forums, you know, he just learned this stuff from from being on there and really soaking in that information. So I don't know. It's just I hope that if I mean I guess my thinking is eventually there's going to come something else that's going to come along and I'm surprised Instagram hasn't, hasn't changed, uh, you know, from Facebook to that. Um, but, uh, you know, eventually I think there's going to be another, another thing that comes along that, that replaces it. My, my, my fear is, is that it will go back to a forum like shut up. And then all that information that was from this year to that year will be, it would just be like this big empty void of info, you know? Mm. It's out there on Facebook somewhere or whatever, wherever it's at, you know? Well, that's why you hope that people like you or the people that at least like their certain thing, whether it be jungles, IJs, whatever, have gathered that themselves in their own whatever app or phone or computer and that information still at least survives, you know? Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know. Let's hope. <laughs> I, I wish yeah. that if they could just get Tap Talk or Tap a Talk or whatever it's called. If that could somehow just get linked up that's gonna be my mission when I'm at Southern Carpet Fest because I'm talking with Sean and we are yeah. I'm gonna find out what what we can do to uh, to make that easier, I mean, but you know, it, it's at the end of the day, it's really the people's mindset that 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 my, that type of um, social interaction is dead. You know, like it's whenever gone, I talk yeah. to people about it, they just say the same thing, dude. It's dead. It's only dead because people don't go there. That's it. Well, that's mm-hmm. just it. <laughs> It's not dead because of anything else other than people don't go there. If people went there and posted there, it wouldn't be dead, right? We, it's, we, we did pretty good for the last couple of weeks getting some more people involved. So hopefully they they yeah. continue to go back. Well,
2: it, it's funny because like I haven't been on the forums in a while. I go there and it's like you have like fifteen new private messages, and I'm like shit. So I go through them all, and half of them are like, you know, hey, I'm considering buying a white lip. And I'm like, oh, no, I really hope this person didn't do that. And it's like uh, there's <laughs> and there's all this other stuff. And a few of them are, like, I think there was one from Eric, like, from way back when. And I'm like, whoa, well, I don't know if we ever you do that. Do you want to do a so podcast like, with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to do a podcast? Yeah, it's like, you know. <laughs>
3: That's
2: how that shit happened.
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. No. Man, funny. But I'm looking for a co host. I'll do it. You fool Owen. So <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you enjoyed every minute of it. Who are you kidding? Yep, yep. Uh I don't know what else we have. maybe, uh Owen you want to hit on the outro questions. I don't know if there's anything I else. That, I mean, I know we're running uh close on time and such, but we keep running uh, right up to the
2: end recently. Like we're not we don't even kind of talk about our stuff. But anyway. Guys, if you could keep any reptile without any, any limitations, what would it be and why?
1: I don't know, man. I saw that question. I was, I was thinking about it. Uh, I don't know. If I had to say anything right now just off the top, I wouldn't mind a uh, croc monitor. And I'm just Jesus thinking something. Christ, what is the matter with you? <laughs> well, now, hold on. Hear me out. I'm just purely saying something that I probably will never own. I'm I'm going <laughs> right. that extreme. You know what I mean? I'm going that extreme. Something with no right. limitations, you know, money and the fact that I should have its own house and all that. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm just trying to go extreme with it. Jesus. Alright. I really I really wanted to pick a snake but I couldn't figure out anything I wanted to say and think of him. <laughs> yeah.
2: Alright. If you could go herping anywhere in the world, where would it be and what would you be hoping to see?
1: Oh, it's got to be freaking Australia or Papua New Guinea, that whole area, Indonesia, man, everything. Carpets, white lips, you know what I mean? Everything, that whole stuff that we're all into.
2: Nice. All right. And
1: if somebody wanted to get in
2: touch with you to inquire about some of the babies you're producing,
1: how would they do that? Oh, they're already trying to bother me for it, but uh, just hit me up on Facebook, man. I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I don't have a fancy business page like a lot of these guys right now or anything. I just hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you know, I'm usually in all the carpet python groups. You can find me there. You know, I don't mind adding people to my friends list or shoot me a message, whatever. Or they can bug you at Carpet
2: Fest. <laughs> yeah,
1: some of them are already planning on it, but it doesn't matter how much alcohol Midas ain't leaving, so damn it. <laughs> All right. getting lined. How many lined yeah how many clutches how many clutches do you think you'll have this year? Just yeah. one. I'm just waiting on clips, so that 51? was the only one. I didn't pair that my Y's okay. because uh, you know, whatever and I I I'm like I said, I'm shipping most of them out and then uh gotcha soon I got RI and didn't go. She didn't want to Spark this year, I guess. I don't know, but right. just one. I got you. Right, okay. Very cool. Very cool. That's and that's a lot of black and yellow. So don't expect me to rush to put them up for sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. I know. I already Wait, talked. I already colored. talked to you about them. <laughs> like uh, I don't yeah. know. It might be like a, might be like a year before I
0: saw
1: it. <laughs> um, Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We'll we'll see, but I, you know I get her. There's a there's there's a list of people already contacting me. Eric's one of them. So, and, uh, yeah. and I said I'm I'm not in any rush. Very cool. I can I can totally appreciate that, man. I can totally
2: appreciate that. that. That's all you do, Eric. Because there's like guys like they might not be ready for a year, and I'm like, so right when Eric's would be ready, so it's perfect. That's when you'll finally let some of <laughs> his go is a year. So the two you yeah, can you like go. have a secret meeting where you exchange carpets in the middle of a parking garage in the dead of night. So, uh, I know, know you're I getting got, rid of them. Yeah.
1: I have 55 baby carpets You psycho. From, from last year just growing up. And probably maybe maybe 20 from the previous year. Just kind of just waiting <laughs> in the wings. <laughs> I have two. You know,
2: growing up. I have two. I have two from last year and two from 2013. Everything else is gone. Yeah.
1: That's crazy, dude. Yeah, man, I, I'll never have that. I, yeah. that's, that's too much. That's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I mean, like, it's, I guess my feeling is that um, the, one of my goals was is that to try to be able to, uh, adapt, like, learn um you know, keen my eye in, I guess, to what is going to turn into what. I think the only way you can mm-hmm. do that, really, is is to hold back. You know, and watch Lots them grow up. Some, hey, someone's got to do it. And and to be fair, like I'm yeah. not, I'm not crazy to like have and produce a shit ton of animals at this point. I've got some, a couple of the species that I've wanted to have. They're fun to hang out with. Fucking carpets. Yeah, I want to expand on that a little bit, but I'm kind of enjoying what I, I have, and at the same time, I'm actually enjoying watching my fiance kind of grow her passion for her side of things, so I kind of try to support that a little bit, too. So. Right. Very uh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Lots, Lots of fun. Well, uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to hit on, but uh, before we get cut off, um but uh, appreciate you coming on and hanging out with Definitely. us. It's always cool. Yeah. yeah, it's always good talking to you guys. Always fun. And we'll see you at Carpet Fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I got your
3: moonshine for you, man. It's ready.
1: Steve, <laughs> with <but> that. Dude, <laughs> I told you, you man. I want Broadway. a couple of. I want. No, I got a couple for you. Yeah, I got. I got you Yeah, yeah, sure. that's my order, guy, man. A couple. Nice, man, that that shit's delicious. I'm bringing the same I'm gonna try to bring the same stuff we brought last year So,
2: See, and that's the thing cool. Scott brought last year, he brought like sweet tea and then the other one said adult sweet tea and I'm like yeah. what's in the adult sweet tea? He's like moonshine. I'm like, Oh my gosh. I really hope no <laughs> children get this confused. So
1: yeah. Write <laughs> uh, write bigger letters.
2: Awesome.
1: So yeah. Oh no worries, no worries. I think and this is going time. to be uh, this will be a good good time. We got Nick coming out. Nick's coming out. Yep. Uh, oh, which will, will, will be awesome.
0: Too? Yeah, Nick
1: will be coming. Uh, I know Kesha's uh, coming, uh, which is yeah, it's that. awesome. That's cool. uh, uh coming. I'm sure Balin will be there. My Curtin will be uh, there.
2: Uh, Balin maybe be not because it's his it's his son's birthday. Ah, well, can't so be <laughs> I've been I've been telling Balin to convince Jack, Jack is his son, to have his birthday come? party on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> or to come. So I don't know how, if that would be good. So, we're He's going to get it back. <laughs> yeah, I'm working
0: on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: you
2: can get it back. expect
3: pass. a, a dad to uh, a,
2: leave his kid on I mean, his birthday. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I did have a long <laughs> conversation with Howard yesterday. About um, when uh, what he when he's coming and what he's bringing. He's coming uh, uh, with a bushel of Maryland crabs. So oh hell yeah, that's that's classic, man. That's classic Northeast. Oh yeah, these- <laughs> <Carpet> <laughs> right there. Oh, yeah it has to. <laughs> so we're we're nice. So what I'm already doing with the food already, it's looking like a good time. So Carpet Fest, of course, Northeast Carpet Fest is May 21st in Birdsboro, Pennsylvania, from 3 p.m. to when I kick everybody out of my house. Um, And it is the fifth annual Carpet Fest. Uh, Stay tuned for T-shirts and other announcements. If you want to, uh, if you have any questions, you can private message myself or Eric. If you've been invited, a lot of information is on the invite page on Facebook, along with uh, hotels and all that fun stuff. Um, My place is booked. So no one is allowed to stay at my place unless you've already talked to me about it. Um, I think somebody offered to put a tent in the yard and that's fine. Um, Zero will be here on Sunday and I will let him loose in the yard and I can't <laughs> help you from that. So it's, that's here's an that's important go. question. Here's an important <laughs> question. Is Jim from Morgantown going to be there? I can neither confirm nor deny the presence of Jim. Here's
1: the thing. All right. Scott. Here's the thing. Scott, <laughs> hold on. I don't know if you caught this on the last episode. But there's a chance that my dad might come. So oh shit! It's if be... you have, if you, if you have my dad looking at, oh, it's dad. 20, so what 20, I thought yeah, we I could go. do is, is that we could do some kind of like video where it's me and Owen talking, and then take That's us it. out and then put my dad <laughs> and Jim in there and have them have the same conversation. I guarantee you, would yeah. be like looking into oh, the yeah. future
2: carbon, That's carbon awesome in the next 40 years. yeah. It, it, oh, dear Lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny, but it's a pretty good idea that he will... He does this where he's like, I'm not sure if I'm coming or not, yet he'll clear his entire calendar, and he'll show up at, like, 4. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a pretty safe bet he'll show up.
1: Let me tell you something. My if you're on the, one- the East Coast, if you're anywhere in the Northeast, and you're even considering it, come. It's a freaking... It's a good time, you, you you everybody there is awesome. It's food, yep. drinking or just having a great time. And animals are usually around. Really awesome animals usually. I'll you let should the olive
2: pythons come out for a cruise. You guys can play with them.
1: So of course.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh I know uh uh Buddy's coming, right? Buddy Buscemi. Uh I think he's Bud bringing Sanders some Condro people, so usually yes. uh, usually come. I know, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shit. I can't think of his name. Damn. That's all total blank. You, you suck at this. Um, I'm a bitch. <laughs> Bill,
2: Bill's <laughs> oh. coming again.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's Bill's coming. a good time. Uh, About Dark Side. Dark side he, coming? Zach, he is Zach, coming? Yeah, he's coming. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That's coming. Oh, chicken. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's all La- I need.
2: Lawn, lawn's coming, so it's like we're going to have a La- lot. of. Basically, basically, right now, everybody who's confirmed with me, we're looking at about 43 people at my house at Carpet Fest.
3: I, I hope Jamie's
1: will We will, we will show them coming,
2: why Northeast right? is the original chapter. Exactly. exactly. So we'll show them why
1: Northeast is the original one, man. It's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah. So it's going to be a blast, and then we're also going to get people information about T-shirts. About the auction, all that stuff is coming soon. Uh, but the other Carpet Fest, real quick, because I don't want to get cut off. Uh, we have 30th the thirtieth,
3: so- April thirtieth. So-
2: April, you've already ruined it.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, we have uh, <laughs> the Southern quite You. We have the Southern Carpet Fest, which is April thirtieth, uh, at- from four p.m. to one a.m. in Arlington, Texas. This is the second annual Carver Fest uh, Southern Carpet Fest, and will be held at B- Bill Stiegel's house. Good people, good times. Come meet folks. Uh, I'll be shipping out my Hobbit. He's going to be there to shake hands, kiss babies. So, um, <laughs> what he does? Um, That's he, right. <laughs> it's like a political I'm thing. Like a, I have to send you on campaigns. <laughs>
1: I'm not as scary as the big, mean ogre. I am the scary
2: one. So,
3: um, there's,
2: there's the next one is what the Southwest Carpenter. Right? Smack across the face, yeah.
1: So Owen, Owen scares me. <laughs> what? I get that message almost oh. once a month. Owen's uh, scary. You think really? Of, wow. Do you think it Owen do you think that Owen is going to sell some caramels? I was like, I don't know. I don't Did know. you ask Owen? <laughs> I I can't talk to him. He's scary. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious.
2: And I love it because oh. then I don't get bothered. So um, uh. then stuff doesn't sell, though. But anyway, Southwest Carbill <laughs> Fest, that is Friday, May 20th at noon uh, to late into the night. Um, that's it, Living Legless Reptiles. Um, yes they're looking like it's going to be barbecue etc playing with reptiles meet up again Uh, the 21st are going to go herping on a hiking trip Uh, please RSVP with Travis uh, uh, for the address and who's coming they want to get a nice head count Uh, they're also going to be looking for hotels that will be available and they will hope to have an auction to raise support for us arc if you want to donate to that get in touch with Travis and he'll walk you through that stuff again um. Yeah, and then we're back to the, the the original and the best Carpet Fest. We're on our fifth annual Carpet Fest. I mean, yeah. holy balls!
1: It's, you know, it's funny. Guys. I listened to I listened to the uh, we called it the uh, complete Carpet Python tour, where we had Ben on one week, Justin ben, on Justin the and next, and Nick, right? yeah. Nick <laughs> and Justin all back to back, all three.
3: Yeah,
1: and. That was the first year, so this was 2011. That was the first year that we were, did Carpet Fest, and um, you know we were talking about. It. It's so weird that here we are, you know, five years later, and uh, you know we're still doing it. So I think it's pretty awesome. The uh, the one thing I will say it'll be my closing thing as far as Carpet Go Fest ahead. goes. The whole idea is this is a bunch of uh, snake nerds hanging out and eating and drinking and having a good time. I mean, one of the cool things for me personally that drew me to carpets and not, you know, ball pythons or something else was, in fact, the community. Um, And in a certain way, we're trying to preserve that. So if you're interested in carpets at all, I mean, if you have any, like, desire um, to get into them or you're, you're curious about them, God damn it, man! this is like you' uh, you'll spend five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars to five thousand dollars on a snake spend it on a plane ticket you know yeah. what i mean you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have a time that uh you know life is short man, so here's your opportunity to hang out with these people and talk to them one on one drink a beer with you know guys like Nick, you know what I mean like he's the guy that wrote the book and you can sit down and as we all know, Nick loves, you know, so it's not going to be like, uh, he's he's not going to talk to you about something. And, you know, and and then some of the guys that maybe aren't on the, on the forum, like I remember last year talking to Matt Moyle and like, he's talking about like when carpets first came into the country and like the experiences with that stuff that you can't necessarily say, (laughs) <laughs> on a on a on a public forum or maybe uh even on a radio show but you get that information. It's priceless, yeah. Man, you know, and, and, and you develop relationships with people and it's just a, it's really it's that's what it's about. So I don't know. I'm off my soapbox. Do it. Well <laughs> no
2: you should do it because you never know and it's also setting up uh you also get close to these people, get to know more people and that opens up opportunities in the reptile industry that you didn't know you had. So, you know, I remember talking, I think it was like, I think it was like the second Carpet Fest I was talking to you, Scott. And you're like, I know this guy who's up in Gypsy who had these like three giant gold phase white lifts for this much. And I'm like, really? And I ended up driving all the way up to New York and buying those animals where if I hadn't come to Carpet Fest or if Carpet Fest hadn't been a thing, I totally would have missed those animals because those, but Gypsy wasn't a show I regularly went to because I'm all the way down here. So Yeah. It just is something that happens. So yeah. Definitely if you can make it, please come. We would love to have you. Uh, just give it in contact with myself or Eric. Let us know how many people are coming with you, what you intend to bring, and if you need any uh, and what you need to do to, to cook or prepare what you're gonna bring. That's the only rule is you have to bring something to eat or drink. And it has to be ready to serve. Uh, You have to get it ready to serve at Carpet Fest. You can't just bring, like, two pounds of raw hamburger and call it a day. If you bring hamburger, guess who's standing in front of my grill? So, there you go. All right? On that note. That's it. um, Close us out. Eric, what's going on with you and your schmingies?
1: For me, uh, ebmorelia.com, continually updating the site. Um, Like I said uh, last week, I'm trying to make it, uh, you know, in the vein of uh, AC reptiles where, you know, some breeding info, some keeping info, and uh, updates on my collection. So if you got a chance, go over, check it out, ebmorelia.com. You can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, and I'm on Instagram, all that stuff, all under EB Morelia. If you want to get in touch with me, my email is eric at ebmorelia.com. As far as Morelia Python Radio or websites, moreliapythonradio.com. Email is info at moreliapythonradio.com. I got some news that said that uh, for some reason you couldn't, Download the show on certain apps or something like that. I'm looking into that. I have no idea what that's about. I know you can get it on iTunes. I know you can go to Blog Talk. And I know you can go to MoreliaPythonRadio.com. And uh, there's a player right there. I don't have any problems, but I don't know. Some people are having issues. Um, And what else? Next week, um, we're going to be talking uh, condros and jungle carpets with uh, David and uh, from uh, Condro Jungle, and uh to okay. be an awesome, awesome episode uh, for sure. History uh, of of jungle carpets and dude uh, knows Chondro his stuff, and he knows his stuff. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Very looking cool. forward to to talking with him about that. That's all I got.
2: All right, uh, for me, you guys can go to Rogue-Reptiles.com. Find out all the latest stuff that's going on a Rogue. We have the full up-to-date breeding diary for the 2016 season. Um, if you're interested in any of those animals coming out of those clutches, uh, you can go ahead and get put on our waiting list. Just drop us an email. Also, we have the animals that are for sale listed on our for sale page. Uh, you can go over there and check that out and drop us an email there as well um if it's not on that page it's not for sale stop asking i will not tell a rough scale python <laughs> so um there's that you can also go on dot facebook.com and look up rogue dash reptiles give us a like a lot of times if animals do become available for sale they go on the facebook page before they go on to places like king snake and the website uh upcoming shows uh i don't really have any so you're gonna have to wait for that one um and that is all i got so what we will say is thanks again scott for hanging out with us and talking and Anytime, fellas. uh sure thing and what we will say is uh good night everybody and we're going to catch everybody here next week for some more moralia python radio good night